You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Here on a Monday morning, first Monday of daylight savings. It's the 4th or 5th of October. You do your own research out there, Punish Drillers. Do your own research. Morning after the NRL Grand Final, Penrith Panthers got the job done. I think it was 14-12. I'll also encourage you to do your own research on that scoreline. Joined, as always, by Edward of Likes to Rip and Tear, back in the Rip and Tear saddle yeah. fame. Yep. Uh, vaping at 7.30 in the morning on a public hole. Uh, Edward, how are you? Terrific, mate. Absolute pleasure to be here with the punter and the dribbler. Um, as privileged. You, privileged. As you so eloquently pointed out, Tom, we do live in daylight savings era now. Yep. And to say that my life has changed would be an understatement because it is just so fucking glorious. It's so good. We're only like fucking, you know, 24 hours, 27, eight hours into daylight savings. And, and already life's better. And I'm, I'm just like, fuck me, daylight savings just delivers yep. in spades mm-hmm. like it's never played a shocker it's never had a bad game never had a bad game it's never lost a grand final time no it's undefeated it's undefeated it's unbelievable um loving that absolutely loving that and loving the football that i saw last night tom hell of a game um hell of a game hell of a game there was just it was a great sunday in sydney the sun was up people were out ripping and tearing enjoying their lives and to fucking parlay some rugby league football into that at the end of the day was just really nice. I'm, it was a nice touch. I'm very jealous as I sort of move through the streets at this point in my life because we're getting into real countdown mode at the uh, Birmingham household for another child. Now, obviously, I'm not drinking at the moment, but even if I were to be drinking, I can't because... Can't send it. Well, if... Baby numero two decides to come and Papa can't fucking drive, then I'm in big, big trouble with you. How would that go down? Like a lead balloon? Like a lead balloon. I'd be in a lot of trouble. If you're like, I've just got an Uber on the way. Sorry, yeah, I've got an Uber on the way. Don't worry. (laughs) Or a taxi. Well, you know what? I've got Placey and we're finding... Would you prefer the quickest or the cheapest? Yeah, I can give you that option. I can provide you that option. Do you want the quickest or the cheapest? Because Placey will do that. This isn't a live read. It's a native one. There will be a placey library later in the show, though, and I encourage you to listen to it. Value for the punter and the dribbler. <laughs> um, but no, at the moment, I, don't, I did tell you this, didn't I, that I've got to get COVID tested every three days. Yeah, you've been doing that? Yeah. What a ball age. Shit fight. Still negative, but you have to prove... If you, if you can't prove that you don't have COVID, I don't even have to have it, but if I can't prove that I don't have it, then I'm not allowed in to the hospital... And Steph, if she can't prove it, has to give birth in some like fucking padded cell, like some pressurized room by herself. Doctors will come in like sporadically. But if we can prove that we're not, then we're all good. So it's been a weird one. That anyway, is very odd, mate. Every time I see... So now I'm driving around and just seeing picnics galore. Ooh, everyone yeah. soaking in that fucking uh, spring. Mm. HD evening daylight savings light as I just see, you know, bottles of empty bottles of wine strewn across parklands. Oh, yeah. In this great city of ours, the city of Sydney. Yep. People are getting into their work, mate. There's no doubt about that. There's zero doubt about that. I will say this about the picnic. I will say this about the picnic. 
there is an element of labor attached to it that sort of detracts from the whole experience. So I was going to ask that. It's a lot like, of legwork. I was like, is the picnic back in a big way? Will the picnic stick around oh, I once everything? I don't think so. I think the I think that the fact that we've had to picnic because everything's closed has illuminated people's eyes to the shortcomings of the picnic. Time. Okay. That's my opinion. That's your opinion? That's my gut feel. Yeah, right. Now. And what, just in terms of like having like. Getting, you got to, you got to, so you got to fucking. Bump in, bump out. You got to bump in, bump out. <laughs> and bumping in and bumping out is awful. And we all know that. And then you get to where you're going. And the first thing you think to yourself is, I wish I bought a chair. But no one does. Of course not. You just fucking roll out of like a mat and you lay on the ground. Like it's okay. But if you're trying to if you're trying to get a fucking feed in, good luck. Yeah, you can't you can't eat like a proper meal. No, no, fuck no. We had a couple of cheeses and shit That's yesterday, what you can do. and it was fine. But I was singing to myself, if I'd come down here with a bit of tucker, yeah, looking to get into my work, and I've got to sit on the le- fucking ground with my legs crossed, <laughs> I can't really cross my legs to start with. No. I'm in pain when I do. Or then I'm like back. lying on my hip and shit trying to eat a fucking... Like if you've got to use a knife and fork, no, you, it's, it's all over. If you take a knife and fork to a picnic and you don't have a seat or like a mini table, then you're a fucking crazy man or woman. But also, who can be fucked to bring a table? And, and then you got to get it home somehow. Did you used to have one of these as a kid? And I feel like the art of picnicking has been lost to a degree because no one rocks these things Are we de-evolutionising when it comes to the, the art of the picnic? Do you remember the fold-up table? Like, then you'd carry it like a briefcase yeah, yeah, and yeah. it'd fold out with seats and a table. Oh, it had seats as well? Yeah, no, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. I had a fold-out table recently that when I moved house, I did a little dumping on the street. Uh, because <laughs> You're I allowed no, to. Well, you are allowed to. Um, Twice a year, really? Yeah, well, and it was definitely in one of those times. Sure. Um, but never with a seat attached to it. Mm. How have we let that slip from our fucking... Mate, people don't even rock tables anymore. No, it's just on the ground. It's all on the ground. I mean, people have really lost the fucking, the, the art of the picnic. But I still think at the end of the day, punters and dribblers, the art of the picnic has been lost for good reason because of the bump in, bump out element that yeah. keeps us all at bay. Yeah. You go, could I go to the park? Or could I go to the pub? But see, maybe that's the part of it as well, though, is like if you are going to have to... Right now, when picnics the only option and bumping in and out the only option, you want to minimise. So it's like, okay, I just need basically like a rug that can fold up. Sometimes you know you've got those ones that they've almost got like a belt buckle on them. You can roll them up and like. Yeah, yeah, I know the ones. But if I've got to bump in and out with fucking tables and chairs and shit, like how am I doing? I've got to make sure I have to bring a car then. Oh, oh, bring a car. Of course you're going to bring a car. Yeah, but see, that's why if you just have like a cheese board and a mat, you just Yeah, but then you've got all your piss and shit. Yeah, it's just bin it afterwards. <clears throat> but my point is, you're still a little uncomfortable. A hundred percent you're uncomfortable. Unless you've got like the softest grass in town to be laying on, which mm. no one does, mm. especially in high picnic areas where the softest grass has probably well and truly been stamped in by the fucking, the masses. Oh, yeah, the masses, especially, yeah, the masses are pandered in. It depends where you go, but I take your point. But then you've also got other things that come into play, Tom, issues that you might not have thought about. Yeah. Okay, got the food out. We've nibbled at it. Now I'm having a couple of margaritas. I'm relaxing. I'm getting into my work. But now the ants are coming. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't know you got ants until there's probably a couple on you. Yeah. you're like, <laughs> all right, there's fucking ants everywhere yeah. now. Yeah, okay. Where have you fuckers come from? 
Well, they've sent out their scouts, Tom. The neighbors scouts have, have come in. back. They've reported their findings back to yeah, the sugary the masses. shit everywhere. Yeah, there's some cheese here too, boys. So get your fucking backpacks on <laughs> and follow me. And then they're fucking everywhere, right? But and you don't want to be killing ants. Oh, it's not me, dude. To start with, sentient beings as they no, are. I don't. I'm not an ant killer, mate. It's Unless not, you got to be, though, right? Well, look, you got to stand. You got to step up and protect the point, family. You got to stand your ground. Just protect the family, mate. Yeah. You know, protect the miso. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sometimes you've got to go the big lift, but yeah, I don't like start it. Start murdering ants. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like it. No, of course you don't. Because now I'm a murderer, yeah. right? I came down for a nice feed, now I'm fucking now killing ants. Now you're a ants. mass murderer just fucking squashing ants. Yeah, with reckless abandon, yeah. Tom, and it's yeah. just, you know. And then you've got to go home and you've got to digest that fact. Yeah, you know? well, exactly, mate. You what have I become? Sit on the toilet, listen to Johnny Cash hurt for like 45 <laughs> minutes, or in the shower at least so that no one can see that you're crying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. So that's the picnic, punters and dribblers. That's the picnic. You know what the picnic is? And it's funny because you do... Picnicking for the singling... Uh, the, the Like the single adult. Well, not single, sorry, because you're fucking married. But like just the, the unencumbered by child adult. Mm. I bump in and out of every fucking place I go because I have a child. You just basically are bumping in and out of everywhere. You have to make sure you're fucking preparing all your food and shit before you leave. Got to make sure you got snacks in there. Got to like. I just realized now that I bump in and out of fucking every single place I go. Maybe that's why you see families doing picnics more than like because it's just life. Because you just you already bump. You in already and bump out. in and out. A hundred percent. That's it. It's you not that I mean? weird for me. The admin is obviously annoying, but like like I went on a picnic the other day. I didn't even think about bumping in and out. It was just what we did. Yeah. See, I did. Yeah, of course. And I didn't even really do anything. And the other couples and I got that came, dropped, And I got dropped down there. The other couples that we were with, they, their, their bumping in and out overheads were minimal. You know, we had a fucking like a Tucker briefcase and like bloody, you know, all this sort of shit. You got to prepare for hours beforehand. That's just life. And when the second one comes along, Steph was like, she needs to have fucking... She was saying that when the second one comes, because she's got to be focusing on breastfeeding, that we need to have every single day, we have to have like a Evie's food for the day prepared before the day so that we're not having to like prepare it. Do you know what I mean? It's like a lot... She basically, as opposed to now, where it's like, oh, Evie's got to eat. All right, well, fucking whip her up something. Sambo, maybe just some avocado and goat's cheese, as is her want. Yeah. Now it's like we've got to have this whole thing fucking... I've got to bump in and out of just days now. Because what... But couldn't you still... Well, I'm not on maternity leave. I'm still ripping and tearing atop the podcast yeah, seat. Right. So I will have to take some time off or at least a reduced schedule. I will never stop doing the podcast uh, because the putter and the dribbler rely on us. But I can't be bumping in and out every single day of the week. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, well, that's a that's a lot to fucking digest, Tom. Yeah, for yeah. you. Shout out to the picnic, though. The picnic is going the big lift in the nation's time of need. The picnic's gone. Listen, I know I'm not your first choice. I never have been. Yeah, but I'm here for you now. And look, I know that sometimes I can be a little, you know, cumbersome, you know, a little burdensome. But, yeah. But listen, who's here? Who stood up? Yeah. In the time of need, I did. Say whatever you want about me. I'm here when the fucking when you needed me, I was here. Yeah, I think they're. I think the picnic's just looking for a little bit of respect. Well, I mean, and it'll get mine to a degree. Yes, it's earned my respect 
in that it it's you know what it's nice to see even just from a visual aspect it's nice to drive the the streets and just see you know people out and about yipping and yahoo and just all having a good time sure no covid's getting spread well it's actually been pretty good it's been very good yeah that would be an indication of vaccines i would have thought eddie maybe or maybe you know Maybe it can't transmit outside, as people tell you. Fucking who cares? Well, who no, knows? I know. No, but what, or more what I mean is like the fact the numbers are going down. We oh, fuck about, yeah. We aren't about to talk COVID. No, we're not. Um, that is all by the byery. Picnics, we thank you for your service, but we also are not fans. <laughs> um, do we get into a bit of rugby league, Eddie? Is there anything else? Did you, did you do anything on the weekend that I missed? Um, Have you got anything for me? That I was coming, I was coming armed with the picnic thing. You know what I mean? You were what? That was my gift to the punter and the dribbler. Yes. My no. Pic- well, that's what I was. The more, regaling of picnics. I was. I wasn't. I was more just giving you an opportunity in case there was anything else that mm. I hadn't. I'd forgotten to ask you if there was anything else you wanted to share. You came with. I, I don't feel like you needed to bring any more. I can I be honest? Yeah. I don't have a great recollection of the rest of my weekend you know what i mean it sort of slipped a little bit my recollection is almost non-existent so that's i'll leave the punter and dribbler with that i yeah. can't really remember what i did i couldn't tell what i did on friday night for example it's not coming back to me i don't know if i can either i watched notting hill i think on friday did night. You? yeah i watched that movie i reckon every three or four months not a problem with me that that's that's fine bruh that's play on it's just a good film I, when did they stop making fucking elite rom coms? I know, dude. It's we, so fucking. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm like, are you telling me there isn't a market for a fucking elite rom com? Are you kidding me, dude? It's fucking serious? flawless that movie. Rugby league. So, the season is over. The season has come to an end. Don't don't cry because it's over. Be happy that it happened. I think that's the same. Something like that, mate. It's something like that. You haven't my troubles. No, I'm just getting comfy. Um, the season is over. Penrith are the champions. Congrats to the Panthers. I That game, bruh, that was a good game of rugby league football. It was a fucking ripper. It was a grand final. It was a grand I mean? final. Not to start on negative terms, but some dude called Hayden, who I believe he spells his name Hayden with an I instead of a Y, which I don't think is trustworthy, right? Like, you can't be trusted if you spell your name H-A-I. It's... Red flags. He sent us, like, we got so many fucking DMs and shit yesterday. Like, dude, fucking this. Like, just all exciting. And then this guy sends us a message going, bet you'll fucking talk about this grand final. You didn't talk about the AFL and there was more action in the fucking third quarter of that game than this one. That game was shit. I'm like, fuck off, Hayden. And get a Y in your name while you're at it. What are we talking about? That game was fucking great. Yeah, I don't know how you can have that opinion. It's... Look, and also the, the first thing, well that's an opi- that's opinion with agenda like yeah the first thing you do though after that game is to to message us about how about how the third quarter of the AFL grand final which was a blowout mind you was better than the entire game but also like how much AFL have we talked this year like that's a yeah you should call it hello league not hello sport yeah, yeah, well, listen, I mean, that would seem rather reactionary. If, I, if we only talked rugby league, sure. sure. But we don't. We don't. Anyway, 
Sorry. Away from that bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a fucking rip snorter. It was gripping, dude. It, it was, was so gripping. gripping. I was it was edge of the seat stuff. Yeah. I'm like, who's winning this bad boy? It was it was like Panthers were always on top, but they South were the better would side. Just, South were able to fucking just grind and grind and grind. They did their dicks off, dude. They did do their dicks off. Unbelievable stuff. But it was fucking Panthers were the better side. That that so like I mean obviously Maddie Burton got the first try which we we actually put up as an omen on uh, on about even because we were number four in the country for sports podcasts on about even and so we were like one of the fours on the team will score Matt Burton did did I take him just individually or did I put him and Campbell Graham in and so the bet didn't come off that's what I did um, good for you man. But I, on the other hand, you on just the other had hand, Matt Burton. Just had Matt Burton. Who did score the first try. It was a ripper. Andrew John's breaking down. Did you see that at the end yeah. of the game? How they scored that try was just, I love yeah. that shit. And then Phil Gould also during the game talking about how Adam Reynolds potentially being, well, the fact that Adam Reynolds is injured means that he's going to get defensive support from his outside and his inside. And so Penrith just needed to change just needed to keep – they were just mixing up who was the decoy runner constantly. So either his inside back row would come in or Campbell Graham would come in from the outside to help Reynolds defend. So they kept changing up which person was running the decoy and the, the line that they were running. And then they just said – and then they just they just hit that one just perfectly. Campbell Graham comes flying in and then Matty Burton out the back. Matty Burton, now he's a footballer, that kid. He's a footballer, that kid. Holy shit, he's a footballer. I thought he could have he's been... He's fucking quick, I dude. thought he could have been a, a Clive Church Smokey. Mm. Like, I think that the fucking halves just get it. And I thought Cleary was good. I don't... He kicked the dick out of it, Cleary. Yeah, he did. His kicking was fantastic. But I didn't think... I know, I, a, I take your point, though. I wasn't like, oh, I won. Well, I thought he was going to get it because it was like... It wasn't overwhelmingly anyone else. No, and in times like, unless someone has like an out and out blinder, I think if you're not a half to win, you've got to be like, you've got to be noticeably better than everyone else to win it. Yes. Otherwise, it's go Cleary, yeah, played I'm well. I'm pretty sure I saw something yesterday, like wingers, a winger or a centre has never won it. There you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <coughs> now, um, Cody Walker's try. Bro, that's one of the great grand final tries. Fuck me dead, bro. That was one of the great... I was great... frothing when he scored that. Yeah, that was sick. And again, and the people who... Cody Walker, not a big game player, because he threw an intercept. Like, mate, they were, chasing, they were chasing points. Like, they had to make something happen. And he's gone for a fucking play. And it, it was, was like... It was eight all, though. Huh? It was eight all. Yeah, but you're chasing, like, the game, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a grand final. Like, you're trying to score points. You're trying to break the game open. I get it. If you're, like... It's not. It's a. It's disappointing. But to be, that's not a. That's not like a. Oh, he's not a big game player. Player. That's to me. He's fucking going for it. And then he 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 scores the first try. He sets up the one to level it. Or to give Adam Reynolds an opportunity Chitty. to level it. Yeah. Oh no, they were behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. No, 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 no. Oh no, they went. No, no. they went behind because they went of the behind. Oh, the that, that's right. That's then, right. That's but then, right. and yeah, then yeah. they chased a fucking try. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. he sets up that one. So people saying he's not a big game player are just dead shits, or that he's a choker. It's like, man, he was the only reason they were in the fucking game. What are we talking about? But it was a it, it was a rip snorter. How about how like in a grand final six against just didn't happen? 
Did anyone notice that? Yeah, I was like, there wasn't a six again that entire fucking game. And I'm not complaining about it, but it's kind of like if if you're intentionally not giving six agains in a grand final, like you're intentionally being more like, uh, I guess, lenient, then it's like, does it have a place in the game? Like, do you know what I mean? Like when it's like, well, we don't want to fuck the game, so let's not drown it in six again. It's like, well, then why do we actually have them at all? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you apply the same logic to the entire season? To the entire season. Because they do that in the grand final. They do it in origin and shit. They let Dude. it flow. They always let it flow. Fucking Jai Arrow got KO'd, and it was unintentional. Again, I think it was a, a reasonable call, but Jai Arrow's legs were stiff as a board. Mm. And then they're like, ah, oh, nah, it's all right. He's just fallen down. Phil Gould of calling it down the line, not at all biased fame. He's like, oh, he barely got him. Oh, he's all right, barely got him. Dry is like fucking stiff as a plank <laughs> and then gets rubbed out of the entire game. Yeah, mate, crazy. But, like, am I complaining that they ref the game that way? No. Certainly fucking 100% not. 100% not. Fucking love that, mate. Just let it go. Let the boys play. But that's, like, it's it's just weird because they get the game, they, like, they, the refereeing was really well done. They got it done so well. It's like, I don't know how that, you managed to pull that shit off for Origins and Grand Finals and then like in just a round 15 game against the Knights when Manly are playing and you just fucking penalise us out of the game. I'm over it, but I'm just pointing it out. You're uh, clearly over it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, apparently Dylan Edwards has played the last fucking four-something weeks or something with a broken foot. Really? Yeah. What, they just needle him up? I think so. I think the, Pan the Panthers, Ivan, uh, he was saying that the night before the Grand Final... He was waking, he woke up at like two in the morning, couldn't sleep, going, fuck. We could be fucked after like 20 minutes if a couple of these players, like he was taking risks with like, with a bunch of players. And it was like. You're waking up in sweats. Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. That's crazy. That is crazy shit. But one of the great grand finals, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Well done to Panthers. I just, I, I had a feeling, I just, I I felt, I felt like, like that win. Yeah, same. I felt bad for um, I felt bad for the bunnies. Sorry, I'm just getting up some fucking things here to see if I Adam Reynolds looked absolutely fucking shattered after the game. That God, kick, I felt for him. I, mate. I wanted him to hit that kick. I just didn't I thought he, I thought he was going to kick it. I didn't. You didn't? didn't? No, and I just I was like, if he, obviously if he gets it, you're not surprised because you're going. He's a fucking weapon. But I was like, it just didn't feel. The, air, the energy in the air didn't feel like it was going to happen for me. So, you know, but it was, um, and then he went for the two-point drop goal and I was like, oh, and that sucked. It would have been nice if you, I, I, Matty, who we've got Matty, the water boy of bloke in a bar producer fame and diehard South fan. Were you upset with Reynolds going for the two-point? Like, would you have preferred them to just have a crack at a try or were you like, fuck it? <sighs> I don't, I don't know. I, I try, I've tried not to really think about it. The, the thing is, I think we had like one set in their 20 for the whole game and we scored. Yeah. So like, I don't know. They, did, they couldn't get up there for 80 minutes. So I don't know. I don't know. There you go. There you go. That's, that's all right. That's, 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 that's the sound of pain. That's the sound of South pain. Yep. You, would you have preferred to have not made the grand final than to have lost that grand final? Like, would you have nah. preferred to have manly to one? No, no. I, I tell you what, I, I I was shattered after the game for like half an hour, but then I just went for a drive, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening to sad music, and I thought, Eminem. nah, Coldplay. 
Um, Shout out to Coldplay, great, <laughs> that sort of stuff. And I, and then it, I, I don't know. I was kind of happy because they ripped and teared and they left it all out in the field. Yeah. I've been more devastated after you know a million prelim losses. Yeah, I was more. I'm more cut that we're never going to see Reynolds again in South. As yeah, well. I so. can understand that. You guys just didn't yeah, want him. tough. Okay, now look, thank you, Matty. It was good to just get a little bit of a taste of South's pain there. <laughs> um, Brian To'o fucking proposing after the game. You gotta love that. You've gotta love that, punters and dribblers. I saw someone put it up in the punters and dribblers page as well. Like they're writing a rugby league rom com about this moment at some point. Oh, 100 percent, mate. That's like thanks for coming. Yeah. You want to talk about fucking bringing rom-coms back there's your script yep that's elite stuff beautiful after stuff. a after a famous grand final w to get down yeah. on one knee the oh. grand final proposal yes you can't fucking script this shit nah he already had the ring ready to rock of course as well. he did because he knew he knew he, he goes, knew we're gonna win i'm gonna propose unbelievable and then you know as we tweeted will you marry me Yes. Sick. See you in like four or five days-ish. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of here. I'll see you later. Yeah, take some, take some mental notes on my face because you ain't seeing me for at least a week. Appreciate you though. Appreciate you so much. I but, think he also, when he gave her a kiss and she said yes, he like wiped his fucking blood all over her face. Unintentionally, but just in terms of I imagine when like a young girl's envisaging getting proposed to. Everything about that moment was perfect and amazing and like fucking rugby league rom-com and then she has like fucking Toto's blood. Well, he's a warrior, Tom. It would, you know, maybe it's a fucking, that would have actually probably turned me on. Yeah, yeah, she probably would like to do that. like, that's hot. That's hot as shit. That's really hot. Warrior blood on Yeah, me. warrior covered head and yeah, yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking oh. I'd do that. After grand final win, got the ring on. Fuck oh. Thanks for coming. They both got rings that night, you know. Oh, what I mean? they both got rings. He gets his premiership ring. She gets the wedding ring. Oh, that's nice. I mean, if that isn't the wedding of the century in Penrith, I'm not here. No, you're not. Mate, unbelievable. When they went up to get their rings and they're like saying where they're all from, they're all from fucking... They're all from Penrith, Oh, no, it's crazy. Love that. Love that. And I love that Ivan, like Ivan giving his son the Clive is pretty hectic. That was sick. That's pretty hectic. The Cleary's, you know, like... They've first family of rugby league now. Well, they are the first family of rugby league. How can you how can you argue against it? You can't now. You can't now. They um that hug at the end was pretty nice. Yeah, it? Oh, it was very nice. And that's a big weight off the old shoulders for the Penrith, for the Clearies, but like I think I think Cleary now that he's got the shield, he's got the, the Clive. He's got the Clive, he'll just yeah. He hasn't got a Dallium, but like... No, but he's ascending but now. But he's ascending like, now. Yeah, he's, he's come second two years in a row yeah. to Dallium as well. But like, weight off the shoulders. Yeah. Watch me fucking... I've delivered really. a premiership to Penrith. Yeah. I can now... And 23, dude. I can relax now. He's 23. They yeah. say that fucking halves don't peak in, until around 27, 28. Yeah, yeah. And they being Joey, who I take all of my rugby league tips from. Um... What did we think, Eddie? And I really, this was probably the biggest question of the evening of a fedora clad Timmy trumpet jumping on stage for a hot five minute set with the Stafford brothers of who? I hear them all the time. I don't know who the fuck they are. What do you think about that? I thought it was rugby league through and through. Yep. I thought it was rugby league to its core. Made me proud to be a rugby league fan. That's when I right. Saw it. And you know what? Like you could, you can fucking go Stafford brothers. Like aren't they old as fuck? Like weren't they relevant 
Weren't the Stafford Brothers a thing when we were like in when we were just finishing school? Like Fun Boy era, like where Fun it was Boy like era. We go to festivals. Have I got that right? Yeah. I don't know. They, they peaked between like 2011 and 2013. Okay, so we were just out of school, right? So probably not the Fun Boy era, but like we'd probably gone beyond the Fun Boy Timmy era. Timmy Trumpet was though. Timmy Trumpet, sir. He was Fun Boy era. I have only ever heard of Timmy Trumpet, and that was the first time I'd ever seen him in my life, and it was exactly what I would have expected. <laughs> A guy with an electric trumpet, yeah. which, to be honest, I'm I'm half of a mind to believe that that trumpet ornamental at best. I don't think that thing was switched on. I don't think I heard the trumpet. <laughs> but also, does Timmy trumpet? You do think any- it's a prop? I think it's a prop trumpet. I'm just trying to work out if Timmy actually plays the trumpet or he just ident like he defines himself as a guy that just rocks around with the trumpet. Well, do you think because that's his name and if that is his real name, he's like, shit, I have to walk around with the trumpet on me. You think his last name's Trumpet? Oh, he could be Timmy Trumpet as a last name. I, I kind of thought of it maybe as like a Goodfellas-y type. Yeah, it's Timmy the Trumpet. Why is he called that? Well, he just carries around a fucking trumpet all the time. I always thought he was called Timmy Trumpet because he played a trumpet and he and that was, and alliteration <laughs> fucking did the rest. And it did the rest, right. I mean, man, maybe that's the case. It's Look, we, we won't know. There's no way of knowing the the origins of Timmy Trumpet's name, whether the trumpet came first or whether the trumpet is a byproduct of his last name. Yeah. Look, without sitting down with Timmy himself Which we and asking the do. tough questions, it's yeah. impossible to know. But I but like I thought that from a like a an act choice perspective, yep. I think they fucking nailed the brief. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I think so. I think they absolutely nailed the brief. They're like, where are we? We're in fucking Queensland. Like, this is the Rugby League Grand Final. Who can we get who is, like, a fucking absolute nobody parlayed into an absolute nobody yeah. who were relevant 20 years who, ago? Who are some people that someone, like, you You just need to be able to vaguely recall a time you've heard them before, either just their name or, you know, their musical offerings? And go fucking, let's fucking the let's Stafford, parachute them in, bro. The Stafford <laughs> Brothers played right here right now from Fatboy Slim. Is that Fatboy Slim do that song? I think so. I think so, yeah. Hey, hey, Stafford Brothers, you got an original for us? I don't, we can I don't think I don't think so. Why have we got you then? I don't think that's their thing. Why didn't TT Oh sorry, I just spat on you. And TT's Timmy Trumpet, for those of you that don't know. Uh, why didn't TT just hit play on an iPod and fucking <laughs> trumpet away? I think that's what they did. Yeah, but the Stafford Brothers didn't need to be there, is what I'm saying. Timmy could have got no, a little extra Staff- coin. But Stafford Brothers are a name and it's a bit of fun because Timmy comes in and like, you know. Is it like the one-two punch? Yeah, you go the, the one, Stafford Brothers punch. into He's Timmy Trumpet. He's setting them up. It, we, Stafford Brothers set the punter and the dribbler up and then Timmy comes over the top. With the fucking bang. Yeah, what's up? You thought you were jacked up. You thought you were moderately excited yeah. now. Yeah. Wait till Timmy Trumpet gets on fucking 100%. stage. 100%. And Timmy, who didn't fucking play a single note of trumpet fame, mm. Up on the tables, jumping up and down, jumping around. I think, and I'd love any background on Timmy Trumpet, Dave, if you haven't already mm. got some, but I think Timmy used to be a big big in the nightclub scene in Sydney. Just no, he, well, yeah, getting yeah. around with his trumpet. I think that's where he got his start. Don't right. He? Does, he, does he sing? Does he do anything other than play the trumpet? I don't think he sings. Right, so this man has built a career purely, and I'm not disrespecting, I'm respecting, Purely on trumpet. I well, think he's DJ slash yeah, trumpet. Yeah, so it says he's an Australian musician, DJ, songwriter, and record producer. Okay. 
can we can we get a I'd love a visual on Timmy's sort of like has he gone platinums? Where's he gone with his sort of trumpeting um, trumpeting uh prowess, trumpeting exploits? Well he looks that up, did you see who's like this this who's playing the Super Bowl this year? Dude, th- now that's oh, fucking yeah. that's Eminem, Dr. Dre, fucking Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Dude, that'll be it's like up in smoke to her yeah, yeah, half time. Yeah. Mary J. Blige, I yeah. think. But that's the Super Bowl, and we're going. Well, we the, bro, the NRL goes. You know what? Fuck, we got to get someone big. They're yeah. getting the Eminem and Dre. We need some. We need who? Who can we get? Timmy Trumpet, Stafford Brothers, and they went. Yes. Yes. Top of the list. Did we get our first choice? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we got our first choice. Didn't even need to worry about fucking Tim O'Matic. No, no, no. Look, Tim O'Matic was a backup. Tim O'Matic was a backup, him, but we didn't need him. We didn't need him. Justice Crew third. They were third, and rightfully so. Tom. Yeah, yeah, no. Justice Crew realised that they was that was where they sat. But a, a worthy third. A worthy third. I would have been fucking stoked with Mate, Justice Crew. They come out and they dance their little asses off. I'm entertained. Now, if we don't get Justice Crew, do you think we reform the Young Divas? Paulini, Jessica Mowboy, mm-hmm. fucking those other two. I think the Young Divas could have been reformed. Okay, sure. Bardot? I was about to say Bardot <laughs> of pop stars fame. Pop stars. Where are they at? Get Where's them Bardot? fucking... Sophie Monk's still got it. Mate, and they, it's not like they're all fucking not desperate for a quid. Pop stars was ahead of its time. Pop stars was ahead of its time. For those of you that don't know, it was one of the early reality shows where they built a band. But, and like, so know. basically it's like Australian Idol. Before, yeah, but it was like for a group. Of, they were putting a group together. That's right. It and, was good stuff. I would be interested to just watch like a snippet of that again to see. Kyle Sandilands, that's where, that was like where he was on that. He was like, a, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was on that show. Doing as what? Like, was it like a judge? Something like that where they selected the fucking, the group? I think so, and he had long hair. Early Kyle Sandlands, dude, when he was skinny. Anyway, (laughs) I think we're all just glad that we got our first choice grand final performance and that it will absolutely comfortably rival... Anything uh, that comes after it. Well, anything that the the NFL tries to throw up. I've got a bit more about Timmy Trumpet if you want to know. Thank you, Dave. um, So his biggest song was that song Freaks, which he performed. No, Um, he did last night. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what he fucking played. It's like something freaks, no, and then there's a drop. I don't know. And then there's the one that goes. It might be the same song or it might be two matched together. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, it is the same song. Maddie has confirmed to me it is the same song. So that was. He released that. Okay, so that was what you just. Like the one he played last night is the same as. The one you were talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Freaks, that was um, his biggest song. It reached number three on the Aria charts. Okay. Um, sold more than a million copies worldwide. Ooh, Jesus. It, um, it got big in America on the back of a vine. And then um, in a distinctly 2015 moment, they remade the vine on Australian national TV on the Today Show. And Timmy Trumpet rocked up and surprised them. Surprised when they were, who? I don't know. Someone who was... Uh, Russ and Toby Bauer, who are remaking the Vine. What's the Vine? You remember, Do you remember Vine? Vine? Do you remember Vine? Vine was like a fucking TikToky app before. It was like oh, seven second yeah. videos or something. Yes. That was like how Jake Paul and shit got famous. And, uh, and then also in 2019, he played trumpet in Zero Gravity as part of some promotion thing. Play trumpet in Zero Gravity. Yeah. Well, look, I think we need to put some respect oh, yeah, on Or not played trumpet in Zero Gravity. or Yeah, well, trumpet. that's it. We don't even know yeah. if he can play trumpet, but he yeah. certainly carried a trumpet in Zero Gravity. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you can't turn your nose up at a million 
copies sold or whatever the fuck. No, you can't. Or create recreating a vine on the Today Show. No. No, you, you imagine the excitement that those guys would have had as Timmy Trumpet rocks up when they're recreating his vine? Like, oh, this is interesting. Goosebumps. Timmy also appeared as himself in a recurring role on the Stafford Brothers reality TV show that was on Fox. Well, Day. how the fuck do you not re- be yourself on a reality show? <laughs> and the Stafford Brothers have a reality show? They had a reality show for like one season on Fox 8. Called what? Called the Stafford Brothers. Wow. And what was what they, they, must they do? Have spent some time uh, the series there, follows the lives man. of Chris and Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Um... Uh, basically just them on like tour in Europe and shit. Okay. Surprise See, yeah, that season one last. was based around the premise of their tour in Europe. The second season premiered um, and then they tried to make it more narrative laden with the storylines and then I think it got cancelled. Just didn't have what it was up. Just didn't have it, eh? Followed his progress managing two Gold Coast nightclubs, which were part owned Jeez. by the Stafford Brothers. I'm disappointed I missed that. How did you, man? I don't know how we missed the Stafford Brothers reality show. Anyway, shout out to Timmy Trumpet. Shout out to the Stafford Brothers. Shout out to Trumpets and Fedoras because he definitely was rocking a fedora, right? I'm not making that up. No, you weren't. And no, you're not. Um, plenty of good footage coming out of the fucking Rith area, mate. Oh, bro. Well, Danny Exotic. I mean, let's just acknowledge him. He's fucking... I don't know if he's dead or not, but... Certainly, as we were watching him get into his work last night, it was... It was encouraging to see. I, well, it's nice seeing people take to the streets after a grand final Mate, win. they were going absolutely psycho. The streets in Penrith, bloody cops everywhere, people just screaming. You know, plenty. the smell of fucking burnt type, burnt oh, rubber mate, and fucking... Burnt rubber. Petrol in the air, mate. It's good stuff. Microwaves, just the hum of microwaves oh, across mate. Penrith. Just a, you could, you went outside, you would have heard the gentle Just a gentle hum. Everyone's like, oh God, is that cicadas? You go, no, that's That's, just the microwave, baby. Cicada. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Penrith Cicada. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> the oh, Pen- they were out last night. No, the Penrith Cicadas were out in force. It's a natural <laughs> phenomenon after a premiership win. Yeah. And look, they're not just they're not just native to Penrith. To be fair, no, they're not. The Premiership Cicada, but they were out last night. They were in out Penrith. in full force in Penrith. Just the hum. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. You Microwave dinners uh, are plenty. Oh, they're getting their feel. I wouldn't mind one of these NFL referees hats. Just saying. Anyway. Good for you, mate. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, is there, anything, is there anything we're missing in regards to this game, Edward? I, don't th- I feel like we've covered it. I don't, you know? Like, it's... Um... Oh, it's been covered, Tom. I tell you what we oh, need. Did you see the cameraman get hit in the nuts? Did you see that? No. Dude, so Crichton. I'll, I'll try to find the video. It's on the NRL Roast. Yeah, Instagram. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Crichton gets tackled out and he just throws the ball away and the cameraman's filming it and it fucking hits the cameraman in the balls and he just drops to the ground. He's like laying there. Definitely get it up. It's on the NRS. Yeah, 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 Did you figure out what happened at the time? Because I was watching it and me and my mates just turned to each other and were like, oh, cameraman fucked it. And didn't no. realise what happened until I saw the photo. I didn't even notice the thing happening. I just saw it on the NRL roast page. Mm. Um, also... 
Jonathan Thurston fucking. Oh my God. We'll get that bro. one up after. Go to this one first. Yeah, so you can see there. You see him laying down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just there's nothing like a shot in the nuts like nah. it doesn't matter how important your job is to nah. film the game you're like oh nah. fuck i'm out nah. of here i'm out there's nothing i can do he didn't even look like he threw it that hard obviously no. you don't need to be hit hard well he threw it with a bit of force no it doesn't matter mate it doesn't matter and when you're holding a camera you got like nothing to protect yourself you see no, it coming it's straight it's like, oh he's oh. prone oh stop watching it that's dude evie did that to me yesterday i was laying on the couch and she just ran over full fucking force of the hand. She goes, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was there with uh, with uh, my mother-in-law and Steph. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're just laughing at me. I was trying to read her a book. She runs over and just cracks me on the nuts. And I'm just like doubled over on the couch. Like, again, with mother-in-law and Steph who don't get what I'm going through here. I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to still like involve myself in this conversation. But my fucking nuts are aching. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Nothing worse, punters and dribblers. That now you went to Fox AFL, yeah, bros. Um, Jonathan Thurston uh, on the sideline for Channel Nine last night. Do you want sound? Uh, we've watched it last night, but yeah. just get it up. This is the this is the best fucking video I've ever seen. Yeah, he's interviewing Isaiah Yo after the game. He's pumped, and then he doesn't put the microphone under Isaiah, and you can't hear what he's saying. And then you can see the producer in Thurston's ear yelling at him. You hear Thurston real like, there. yeah, there. And he's like, oh, <laughs> and he's filthy with yeah, himself. He's filthy with himself, mate. That's the best part. Look how fucking pissed off he is. But it's that bit where he's like, you can tell that he's being talked to now and his yeah. eyes are going, what are, you, what are they saying to me? And then he's like, wait, what are you saying? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. You can see him like cringe and wince internally. Like, yeah. Yeah. The mic, JT, put the fucking mic under his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. Jonathan. Fuck, that's good. Jonathan, what are you doing, brother? Um, I love that. And I think uh, to wrap the season, Eddie, a, uh, a huge fucking shout out to Sturlo. Oh, fuck yeah. What a nod to one of the greats. A nod to one of the all time greats. Again, it's like. We're getting old. The king of colour. The Tom? king of colour commenta- commentary. Peter Sterling. Been doing the damn thing for all of our life. Oh, fuck yeah. Mate, he, like, when I think of rugby league, you think of Sterling. You think of Sterling. You think of the footy show. You think of Fatty. There'd been a lot of emotional tributes. Oh, fuck yeah. Fatty's was... Fatty's, Fatty's was, was beautiful, Fatty's mate. was beautiful. They did run on the Sunday footy show in the, in the daytime and he had fucking... Aaron Mullen crying and fuck, he was, you know, saying like lovely things about Freddie. Like he was saying all this nice shit. And it's like, no, Sterlo, this is about you, bro. You're, you're the goat. So classy, dude. So classy. I was thinking to myself last night, is it that like because he's been around for so long and he's so fucking reliable and dependable and he's so good at what he does that like, you've got like a natural affinity to him and 
I look, I look around now and I'm like, no one comes close to him. Is that a time thing or is he just better than everyone else? No, it's a mixture. I mean, like you would expect him to be better like in that he's got experience. Like he's, he's very good at what he does and he's very good at the insight he provides. I was a little bit like, why the fuck wasn't he on the call? Like he was only back in the studio. But, you know, there are certainly some they've brought on who aren't necessarily taking to colour commentary as well as you may have uh, thought they would um, but he's certainly like still got it he's still the best but also the reason for the affinity I reckon and again you know I feel like I say this a lot worked in radio for a couple of years and I was lucky enough to work with Sterlo for all of them basically and when you talk about like getting to meet, not like a hero. It wasn't like he was a hero, but he was like somewhere you go, like revered. The mm. way all of us see Sterling, you're like, holy fuck, it's Sterling. Yeah. He could not have been a more nice and normal dude. He was like one of your mate's dads you get on with really well. You know, like there are just, some of your mate's dads are just fucking dudes and you just always can have a laugh with them. They're like, he was just super easy, super nice, not a fuckwit at all, not a prima donna, never been rude, never like, never anything. Like you deal with all sorts of shit when you're in media, yeah. like with talent and people who fucking think they're more important than they are or whatever. And he was just always the nicest guy. That's, and just like rocks in like a normal dude, you know? That just doesn't surprise me at all. No. But so that's why I reckon when you like talk about like affinity with him, it's like, because it just kind of translates. He yeah. is who he is. Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. a fuck with it all. He has a laugh. He can take the piss out of himself. Yeah. So anyway, big hole left by Sterlo. Surely he still hole, does bro. some shit. That's like what I was going to say. M. What's the plan? The, I reckon he'll commentate footy for Triple M. And they say... So he's retiring from nine. Yeah. But not from Triple M. Well, I don't know if he's retiring from... I don't know whether he's retiring from media altogether, but like, he's certainly retiring from Channel 9. But then, apparently there's Yandu like going back to be on like the Parramatta board, like a head of football at Parramatta or something. That when hasn't did I, I heard that in the junior yeah. year. Well, we that heard that it was like Sterlow and then Wayne Bennett was maybe going to go to Parramatta and all that bullshit. Oh, there's been plenty of rugby league whisper. Rugby league bullshit, Eddie. Yes, which is part and parcel with the game we love. I was um I was noticing last night as well, like when you look at the celebrations of the Penrith players and like they're all going live on their Instagram and shit. And I wonder if you're Ivan and you're sitting there watching after the game, like they're all out on the field and stuff. Yeah. And they're just all on their phones. Like they're all sitting around on their phones. And I was like, that's fucking weird, dude. And like, I get it. We're on all our phones and our business is social media and that sort of shit. But like after you've won the comp, they're all sitting there going live. And when you go live, like when fucking they get, they just, they're just looking at the fucking camera. No, no, it's weird. It's weird, right? And like, you know, they're reading some comments who are going, yeah, bro, fuck you, dude. And like, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, sick. Be a like, select few players go live and then there's like the old school who don't. Like yeah. Isaiah Yo and shit, like he's yeah, not Yeah, I'm not there, going mate. fucking no, live. No but way. you're just thinking like, dude, I just, I'd be fucking like, 100% go and check your, your phone blowing up because you're like, you know, you want to see all these motherfuckers getting around you. But then it'd be like, all right, I'm putting this thing down. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. No, I get your point. Also, when you're getting on a rip and tear, I don't know how much footage you want, boys. Because we are now full, fully in the off-season. This oh, is day one of the off-season. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously sort of started as we've... Well, no, documented. but that was... But that it's was, now like... It's, what's, but what already started was that opening scene of any show before yes. it hits the opening yeah, credits. Yeah, of course, 100%. Now we're fucking balls deep into it. Yeah. 
there should be, and we've said this before, like there should be after you finish your season, there's got to be what a seven day period where you're just not allowed your phone or you're given the fucking 3315 with no camera so that's you can it. receive text. Have a burner phone. And that's it. You need yeah. a burner. I honestly, if I ran a rugby league club, I'm not even fucking talking shit here. I would do that. Yeah. I would mandate it in contracts. In the off season, the first couple of weeks, you can't have a camera on your phone. No, you, we give you, here we go, in this bag, you have a 3315 and you have a digital camera. So you can't, it's not an internet thing. You can't upload the photo. You obviously want to take photos or, you know what I mean? Like you want to take photos of what you're doing. Yeah. Here's a digital camera. Yeah. And here is the 3315. You've got, they've both got fucking neck chains on them. You can put them around your yeah. neck if you want. Oh, Lanyards. Your, what, your Devo that you can't go on Instagram? Um, go and log into a fucking internet cafe somewhere if you want to go. If you really want to go and be do that it. desperate, yeah. bro. Or just go and rip and tear. Get the mic. Get the get the Penrith cicadas yeah. going. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. But that's what I, that's how I'd sell it. I go. Do you want to fucking warm up a plate or not? <laughs> if you do, use the thirty three fifteen. <laughs> if not, I'm sorry, but we don't we don't seem to align here. No. Listen. We don't want to know what you're doing and you don't want us to know what you're doing. Take the 3315 and the digital camera and shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you think this is a little unfair? Okay, why don't you sit down? Have you got seven or eight days? I'm going to go through every fucking scandal in rugby league that's been filmed to illuminate you as to why this none of you happening. cunts can be trusted. No. Because you can't be trusted. You can't be. And that's not a knock on you. You're young. You're rich. You're hot. You've just won the comp. You're very fuckable. You're very fuckable. I mean, I think they're just lucky then. It's almost like they're lucky they're not in Penrith right now. Like that it wasn't in Sydney and they go back to Penrith. Oh, my God. That would have been true. Could you imagine if they were back there, bro? But then that also extends probably their their bend because they go and bend in fucking Queensland for a week probably and then they all go back to Penrith. Oh, they all, mate, they're, all, they're all on the Goldie now. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. They're on the goldie. Like 100%. Ripping it. Well, I saw, I saw something just as we got in here this morning. It was like the sun was coming up and they were all on the beach with like bottles of wine and shit. Yeah, the boys. You love to see it. You love to oh, see it. Oh, yeah, they're fucked. Joe? Oh, whoops, that was a fucking... Where are they? Mad Monday, I think, is the one we're looking for. Yeah. Oi, 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 champs. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Look at him shirtless walking out of Nate still with his shoulder strapping on. Are they playing one's four? Yeah, of course they are. How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Yeah, the boys. There we go, all the boys. Phones out. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, just one for pumping. It is crazy how like the elation of winning the comp and then just on the other side of the field is just like pure dejection. Despair. Like devastation, yeah, despair. Devasta just it's like fucking brutal. It's tough to watch. You're like, yeah. these cunts are fucking gutted. Shattered. Absolutely gutted. 
And with South, Maddie, block your ears. Do they get back without Adam Reynolds? No. Maybe. I mean, like, you know, they'll have the trail, but, like, do I they? I don't think so. I don't think so. You need an elite half time. Yeah. And I don't see one. Well, Blake Taff ain't it. Well, like, a, Not you yet. Know, like you need a seven. You need a really good yeah. seven. Yeah, well, Blake Taff's apparently going to replace Reynolds. Yeah, I heard that. I um, heard that. I don't have But I also like, yet. just back to Penrith, just like... It's almost like that win is like the peak to this point anyway. It's like the uh, the crowning glory of this like cultural rise of the West. Mm. One for Bam Bam, fucking Penrith Panthers. And I mean, I'm sure fucking there's other people. That, but like, you know, there's just like this. It's just been bubbling away and been getting fucking more and more hectic. Yeah. And then... The Penny Panthers with this young crop of fucking hot young Penrith juniors get the job done. And then, like, you saw one four video, like, they're all putting up. I was checking their Instagram and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I took theirs. Yeah, yeah, Bam Bam. Bam Bam was doing shoes and yeah. shit in Dubai. Bam Bam, Dude, Bam was Bam like Bam. on the live stream going, wow, wow, yeah. yeah, I love Bam Bam and the shoey and all that shit. I just, it, the spitting in the shoes a bridge too far. I can't even watch it. He That's got, like, he got, they like, all spat in there for him. It's just like, there's just. All his mates in the room. The shoey's fine. I'm like, the shoey's already gross enough, but I'm cool with the shoey. I've done them before. The fucking spit in the shoey is just too hectic. It's Call me old fashioned. Call you old fashioned. It's too much. It's a lot. Mick Fanning was fucking. Oh, was he up and about? And shit. Yeah, yeah, he's loving it, mate. He's absolutely loving it. He's got his boy in the Panthers jersey. Oh, and shit. You, you love know, to man. see that. You gotta love it. You love to see that. It's good stuff. Father son shit. How about that though as well? Penrith, the only team now to have father sons coaching and winning the comp twice. Who was before that? John Lane. Yeah, and Martin. And Martin. Martin. Yeah. Uh, mate, incredible stuff. They could go again as well. They could go again, but Manly will do it next year. So, Tommy, RLPA Player of the Year as well. Oh, sorry, just another one. You and did I see Academic of the Year? Did he get Academic of the Year? I think so, yeah. Can you check that, Dave? Yeah, he was definitely in the Academic Team of the Year. Oh, that was it. But I, I don't know if, like, he was number one, but I think that's because he was fullback. Like, yeah. he's a fullback. Yeah. Or because he was, he was doing because applied fucking, finance, mate. Yeah, you know yeah what I, mean? I know. Like, the guy's what a the fucking fuck? freak. He's a genius, bro. Applied finance? What the fuck? Rugby League Player of the Year, Delia Medalist, and I'm going to say it, Academic of the Academic Year. Academic of the Year. I was saying this, like we were talking about this last night when we were watching the game. For someone who is clearly very smart, Tom doesn't really like sound that smart when he speaks. But There's I mean, nothing against him, but then my mates sound that smart? Like, I don't know. He just seems unsure if you heard he fucking, speaks. If you heard Neil deGrasse Tyson speaking about things other than science, you'd probably think he sounded pretty dumb. Yeah, well. maybe. I don't know. I, I just, that's something I noticed. That, and then my friend said to me, well, no, that's just because he studies finance. So <laughs> I know you're offended. I'm just offended. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're Yeah. Nah, fuck off, Dave. For someone Nothing against him. I for know, someone who I know sounds like they're smart. intelligent, you're actually dumb. How yeah, about that? Well, yeah, how about that one? Maybe Dave? Tommy could learn from me then. No, I don't think he needs to. I think you could learn from Tommy about how to be elegant and understated without, you know, he doesn't need to sound smart because he is smart. Much yeah, yeah. like us. You know mm. what I mean? We don't need to sound <laughs> intelligent because we are intelligent. We're not trying to put on for anyone. Whereas Dave behind the fucking thing out there doesn't even know how to press play half the time. <laughs> Shout <laughs> um, out to Tommy Yeah fucking One of the great Australians One of the great players Did man, you see that. like uh, Geordie Barrett as well Like an all black Like taking selfies with Turbo Because Turbo's walking around The field and shit 
and Geordie Barrett's put up a selfie on his Instagram with Turbo. It's like, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Best players in the fucking You've got the to rugby world, buddy. Desperate for a photo with Tommy Turbo. Tommy in that photo looks like he's like, who the fuck is this guy? He wouldn't know. He, wouldn't he just know. loves his rugby league so Mate, much. he's like, who the fuck's this kid? He loves his rugby league. Who's this kid that wants a photo much. of me? I've got no idea who you are. Love that. Fucking love that. Um, what a se- great season. Great At season. Day, at the end of the day, it was a ripper season. Shout out to Queensland for going on the big list. Shout out to Queensland. Shout out to PVL. I like Andrew Abdo as well, the CEO. You know, it's like uh, either I like him because he's good and I've got good vibes and I'm a good judge of character or, <laughs> sure. or, or like everything else, I'm just hoodwinked by politicians saying, being good at saying the right things every time they speak. Do you know what I mean? Am I a sucker? Yeah, I think you're a sucker. Day to day, or can I see bullshit and know when someone's spinning? I don't know, but I heard him on fucking Triple M or 2GB yesterday, and I was like, I get you. I like you, Andrew Abdo. But then I immediately was like, am I getting fucking... Well, the proof will be in the pudding, mate. Yeah. If you can take the game to the next level, then sure. He's yeah. great at his job. I like the way he answers questions, but that's political. That's well, part of it, Tom. Yeah. You've got to be able to. Got to be able to answer the questions. Trying to grill him. They were all trying to grill him and he was just calm. Like, I'd shit myself if I get grilled. What were they grilling him on? Uh, about 2022 COVID protocols, players not wanting to get vaccinated. You know, what's the NRL stance going to be? Uh, you know, when it's like different states have different rules about vaccine mandates and then like how are you going to navigate that when you've got teams going into different states and like fucking all this shit. And he was like, yeah, we're definitely going to have something in place. And he's like, then they're like, well, the fucking preseason starts in November, so are you going to have it ready for then? And he's like, yeah, we fully anticipate having it ready and for, for and then, you know, but we've also got to be, uh, we've got to be sort of like uh, nimble or flexible because the... It's all, it's going to change and we've got to change in line with states and fucking national. And I was just like, when he was asked that question, I was like, how the fuck's he going to answer this? And he just answered it. It seemed honestly and well. And I was like, well, okay. Well, that seems pretty good. But it will be a shit show when a bunch of players that are good don't want to get vaccinated. Not the point. Not a COVID podcast. Um, that's rugby league, though, Ed. Um, There is one story that has flown under the radar a bit, possibly because of grand finals. Yeah. Um, Offer Hickey Ogden, of apparently wants to be a cop after he finishes playing rugby league fame, was pulled over at 9.40pm on Saturday night with a 23-year-old and 24-year-old in his car. Police searched the car, found two plastic satchels of white powder on Offer Hickey Ogden. Woo! Microwave dinners, baby. <laughs> it's the off-season of the microwave dinner. The Penrith Cicada. The Penrith Cicada, baby. Are we shocked? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Good on you, Offer Hickey. That and seems to be... There seems to be a theme this off-season. <laughs> yeah. And it's got it's to the, do... It's the fucking Penrith Cicadas. That's all it is, mate. That's the third person now. Fourth. Fourth. Well, fifth if you count Chris Lewis, who wasn't in the video, but... Hold on. Fourth but the or third f- incident. Oh, we got Reese. Uh, third, Reese. Three, three separate players. incidents. Then yeah. two of their three storm players. Yeah. Who were they? Chris Lewis, as well as Smith. Oh, and Monster, okay. But he wasn't in the video. And then off a Hickey Ogden. Yeah. Which is, I mean, he's in the fucking top ten for best rugby league names. Good to hear that Offer Hickey's doing a bit. And is he is he a dogs player? Yeah. Although he's only contracted till the thirty first of October. Looking so. for a new contract. Yep. Well, yeah. 
That's how you do it, punters and dribblers. That's it. Oh, get yeah. the eyeballs. I can fucking drive promotion for the game. Well, he's like, okay, who do I want to be associated with? Okay, Cheese, he's doing it. He's pretty fucking good. Munster, Munster he's pretty fucking handy. Reese Walsh. Pretty fucking handy. Okay. You see a fucking connection a here? You connecting the dots, punters, dribblers? Marketing dollars. It, why are the big boys doing it? Because they know the value of free publicity. Okay? It's pretty fucking simple. It's easy. People say to me, you know, there's people out there going, fuck, could Munster and Cheese be any stupider letting people that don't know into the room? They're like, that's why they let them in. That's why they let them in. It's a, it's a massive wool pull. Put the tinfoil hats on, fire up the microwave and fucking gather around because it's a wool pull. You've been wool pulled. It's promoting season, baby. It's promoting season. It's the Penrith Cicada. <laughs> um, but that did fly under the radar. Dave, in a big, big way. Yeah. In a big, big way. You gotta um, love it. You gotta love it. Is that rugby league? I think so, Tom. Um, Dave, you were just saying Elise Perry just doing some crazy shit in cricket at the moment. Mm. Yeah. She's so averaging in tests. She's averaging four. Yeah. And I believe she's made something like she finished not out in the innings they just had against India on like seventy. And her last um, four, uh, I think her last four innings, she's made like 427 runs for one dismissal. Yeah, she's killing it. Wow. And she's the first Australian ever and the first woman ever to take over 300 international wickets and and score 5,000 runs across three formats. So she's like Jax Carlos, basically. Yeah, she's, she is. She's a fucking... She's only got 33 test wickets. I was like, I know they don't play a lot of test matches. They don't so play many. They play fuck all. But I was like, damn, dude. At least Perry ripping and tearing. Like, for a long time, I don't think they played tests. Yeah, and, like, their ashes aren't five test series, five test matches. One. It's like, I think it was one. But it's like a mixture of all this weird shit for their ashes. Give them fucking test matches. They drew the test against India, though, just recently. Like the one yesterday or the day before. Yeah, well, it's because like two days were rained out pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just like a draw. No, no, like we, I think. Again, didn't read the head, just read the headline. Yeah, we were 36 for two when the day ended. So oh, I couldn't okay. really chase. Okay. Okay. Um, hearing some disturbing news. Tom. Oh, yeah, dude. Hearing some disturbing <sighs> news. We, of, we, we get, we get about, good mail. Listen, have we got connections in English cricket? Sure. We do. We actually, we actually, we do. actually really do. Now, we were informed, illuminated even to the uh, the knowledge that supposedly the Ashes will be delayed for twelve months. Yeah. Now, we have heard on good authority that the decision has already been made internally by English cricket that they're not going to come out because they don't want to fucking. They don't want to have to quarantine for two weeks. Their families don't want to have to quarantine. They also won't be with. If they would have come this summer, they wouldn't have Joffre Archer and they wouldn't have Ben Stokes, which means they can't So it win. works for them. So they're like, okay, fuck it. We'll delay it 12 months Let and me. hide behind, you know, any one of the COVID excuses they can come up with. Peter Laylor shared this thing from an English writer yesterday on Twitter and I want to try and find it. God, he tweets a lot, Pete. Can you fucking relax and so I can find it? Um... People that tweet, tweet all the fucking time. Dude, all the time, bros. He's tweeted like 60 things in the last 24 hours. Like, how far back do I need to go to find... 
What are you doing all day, Pete Laylor? Get off Twitter. Are you he, still scrolling? Yes, dude. He's done like, and that's like, I'm still only one day ago. Jesus Holy Christ. Shit, dude. Still going. Still one day ago. Peter's glued to his phone. Dude, get off your phone. Go and have a fucking chat to your kids if you've got any. Maybe you, might, you don't. I don't think you would. Well, you're not with this much tweeting. You couldn't get... There's no time to fuck. We're two days ago. Okay. Anywhere, 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 anywhere. This is outrageous. What are you looking for? He shared this fucking Have you quote. gone past it? I think I may have saved it. Did Daddy save it? Did he save it? Is it the quote by the unfair expectation for women's tests? No, it's no, about, about the, the ashes. ashes. Oh. Come on, David. Well, I just saw a cricket quote. Come on, David. Like, That's it. Mate, how could you have known what I was talking about? Let's be fair. Yeah. Um, this is fucking me off, though, so I'm going to find it. Or at least I'm going to give myself another couple of minutes. And if I don't find it, then we move on. We move on. Found it. Okay, so he shared this from Oliver Brown, the chief sports writer for The Telegraph in the UK. Mm -hmm. And this is in regards to just the, the situation. Chief. Yes, he's the chief. In regards to Australia's COVID situation. Uh, and I found it interesting anyway. For an illustration of Australia's zero COVID doom loop, take the father handcuffed... In, uh, take the father handcuffed in a Sydney park recently with his infant daughter in his lap as police arrested him for not wearing a mask or the returning Olympians forced to quarantine for almost a month despite being double jabbed and tested daily while in Tokyo or the dire warning for fans attending the Australian rules game in Adelaide not to touch the ball for fear of catching the virus. A country once celebrated for its subversive larrikin spirit has been paralysed for 20 months by the fantasy that it can insulate itself indefinitely from a global pandemic. Melbourne is about to become the most locked down city on earth, while a grieving mother from Queensland last month found herself trapped in New South Wales by state border closures after attending her son's funeral. These are policies of extreme cruelty dressed up as virtuous protections of public health. And yet Australia is so cowed by COVID-19 that it will uh, sanction government overreach in every sphere of society is still desperate to host the ashes in 10 weeks time. Doesn't seem like it's happening off the fucking like the sentiment there no it doesn't but it's true though like when you see the level of agree or disagree with the way the government's handling it um how the fuck we have the ashes here like you're coming from england where it's just ripping and tearing everyone's just like fucking it is what it is mm. and you're trying to convince the fucking english to come out here and they can't why can't they fucking quarantine i don't get it if you're double jabbed why can't they come and quarantine at home I don't fucking, it makes no sense. Because I'm pretty sure that's the rule. Again, we'll try and steer as much clear of COVID. It is wrapped up in the ashes. But like how, if you're international, double jabbed, you can't home quarantine when you get here. My sister, who's obviously an Australian citizen, is coming back in November. She's double jabbed. And so she, because she's an Australian citizen, can isolate. It's only seven days when she gets here. I don't understand what the difference is. Yeah, no, this is crazy because my brother is also planning on coming back. He can quarantine at home for seven days, but his girlfriend, because she's not an Australian citizen, can't. She right. would have to stay at a hotel for two Pay weeks. Pay three grand for two weeks? 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. What the fuck is going on? Like, there's no logic there. Like, let's at least be logical about the way we handle these things, right? Protect or do whatever the fuck you want, but, like, that doesn't make sense. If you're double-jabbed, fucking, like... But, but that doesn't, it doesn't make sense. What, because you're an Australian citizen, you're less likely to have it? It's crazy town. What are you talking about? It's crazy about? town. And for that to cut, for, the, for, for that stupidity... Obviously, there are fucking more important things in the ashes, but also there's not a whole lot more important. <laughs> not really. Not really. In the, when, when you're talking about the collective social consciousness needing like a bit of a fucking, you know, a bit of test cricket for summer, it's very important. And when you're like, when we're going to lose it because of these dumb fucking rules where Dave's brother can come and quarantine back at home with Mama and Papa Bloom and Dave there smoking bongs and blowing them into his face. Yeah. And the, the girlfriend can't because she's a yank? I was also reading something that was like, you would have to, um, like you'd have to have the first test in Perth because of their weird quarantine situation where you, if you'd come in from another state, you'd have to fucking quarantine for fucking two weeks when you got to WA. Shit like that. Like, it's not just a country thing. It's like no, state No, the state thing as well. well. That's, that's... It's, it's, I don't understand that entirely, how, like, the federal government isn't just going, listen, all right, we're taking control. Mate, now. the fact that people from Adelaide had to quarantine twice was, the, like, that was the most... What do you mean? So the Olympians from Adelaide, yeah. they had to quarantine when they flew back into, like, Melbourne or something, and then when they went back to... And then when they went to Adelaide, they had to quarantine again. That's oh what he's talking about, quarantining for a month. God, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. An absolute shit show that's crazy dude and you know what it's robbing us of the ashes if the fucking oil we got is as good as yeah. it is it's, it's, it's meant to be meant like to be. our oil is it's if it's as good as we hear then it's fucking it's done yeah like it's, it's done and but you know what if middle I'm, east billionaire oil if i'm england i'm like are the revenues going to be as high probably not so let's just move it have we got joff rach and ben stokes no so let's move it are we gonna have to quarantine in fucking every state potentially let's move it like there's a there's so many fucking things that they can hide behind what worries me tom what what now gets a fucking a real bit of concern pumped into me is who the fuck do we play if England don't no come? One. Exactly. Are we like because surely everyone else has got fucking tests Test lined, lined up. up? Yeah, no, no, we got no one. We're fucked. It'll be like an inter. The only way that they could save it and not save it because if it's not an Ashes, it's not being saved. But you would have to pick the best fucking twenty-two players in the country, and it's like an all-star summer, and they have to play each other. That's the only way you could do it. They have to do something. Like, I need to watch fucking cricket and I need to... I'm not going to be interested in it. You know what I mean? It's not going to have the same gravitas. I'm not going to see the baggy green getting fucking dirtier and older and more... But, like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do on Boxing Day and shit? Because Sheffield Shield stops for two months. That's what I'm saying. You pick... So you'd have to pick an all-star... But you'd have to pick an all-star side and have them playing these fucking weird five-test series. Could you have a five-test series like that? No, Eddie. I don't think you could. I don't think that makes sense. It's like, yeah, the side. Like, how do you split the sides up? I don't understand. Like, we're all opening back up. We're opening up now, right? Like, let's just be honest. It's it's all fucking opening up. What Not are everywhere. we trying to protect? I don't, mate. I don't know. It's it's very fucking concerning, though. 
Because we are now becoming a bit like, I've, we are becoming a little bit like nanny-ish, aren't we, in Australia? Well, New South Wales is chilling out. But just as a nation. Oh, yeah. It's New funny. South Wales is chilling out because we have had, like, vaccine to the assholes. But, like... I get mad. Look, I, you don't have to it's try and convince Because, me. like, if you're a Queensland and you're Western Australia, it's all good now. But it's, it's like you're almost like, are they having – have we just got our lockdown out of the way? Like, are they going to wig out as soon as it, everything opens up? They might, yeah. We won't. They might. No, no, no. We've, that's what I'm saying. Like, we've got our lockdown out of the way. Like, like it's been scat, but we've, ha- we've done it, and we're all vaccinated. When this starts to open up, are they just going to keep these hard border fucking things? Or it's like, well, it's going to get in there, bro. It's going to get in, and it's going to rip and tear, so you better be ready. Mate, Western Australia, it sounds like they're like – like they've said it they're like they said it months ago they go you're going to be able to fly from new south wales you're going to be able to, you're going to, be able to fly to london before you can fly to perth where is the why the fuck isn't, <laughs> isn't there like the, why isn't what doesn't can't the government step in at some point and go okay but, we, so we like gave you a run for like let they you run can't. the asylum for a they minute can't. that's what's fucking interesting but the government can though sure well, i don't think so i think the states have the power but how does a state outrank federal I think because they look after their own, they, they can impose their own border restrictions. Right, clearly. but surely the government, but if that was possible, then you could secede. Yeah, WA have tried. Yeah, but like, <laughs> they have. Co- but when was the last time they tried? They ran, um, w- they call it Wagsit, they ran um, dudes like in the last election, and I think one of them might have won it, won a seat. So there's like one Wagsit party seat in WA. Why does Western Australia want to secede from the nation? So they did in the like the in the mid two thousands or early two thousands because they were getting a shitload of money from all these mining things and mining people that they were then kind of paying to everyone else in the country with taxes and shit. So they were like, if we could just get all this income for ourselves without sharing it. We could do pretty well. It's purely financial, hey. Like they don't. Yeah. There's no national pride or anything. They want to be, yeah. but they want to be their own country. <laughs> Something like that. I'm just reading the party. Uh, like, yes. The it, oh, so God. it used to be the small business party. So I think it is just more like they want more business freedom from the federal government. Yeah, right. So it's just like it'd be. I wonder whether there's actually that much of a like uh, of a like cultural need or want for secession or whatever the fuck you call it for seceding. Or if it's just some rich fucking dickheads who want more money and they're like trying to push this shit through, as like most West Australians, are like ah, I'm Australian, dude. Fucking relax. I Stop. don't know. You know, we, we need to sit down. We'll, we'll reach out if you're from WA. Do you actually want to fuck yeah. off? WA dribblers, reach out. Do you actually want to be your own country, you fucking gimps? Let us know. Yeah. But back to the fucking point at hand. Back to the point at hand. If we're robbed of the ashes. After a kind of a year, I am going to be fucking ropeable. And if more than that, we don't have any test cricket this year, yeah. I'm going to be, I may melt away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if there's like a New Zealand, we can maybe like just get New Zealand to bail out of. Who would that? Who are they <laughs> or playing? Do, or do we cave who are they to the playing? Taliban and be like, yo, Afghanistan. No, no, we want it to be fucking. Who are New Zealand playing, Dave? I'll have a look. Because if they don't have something on, you need to be starting lining up them up now. I could sit through five tests with fucking New Zealand comfortably. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's I not could. a problem. No, that's fine. That's not a problem. Not at all. The world champs, mate. That's how you sell it. They are world champs. Um, 
So yeah, World Cup. They've got tests against India, but only two. When? Late November, early December. Okay. Um, and then they come to play ODIs against us in January. Okay, so we're going to so we've got it. So they've got late November, early December, they play tests against who? Yeah, India. India. They've only got two tests scheduled this summer. Oh, dope. Okay. And okay, then, there's options. Yeah. There are options. They better be preparing them though. And like, they, yeah, oh, they've surely they're on the blower going, yo, you can play like December, Boxing Day, January, yeah. January. Yeah, so, sure. so check this out. So India, New Zealand, the second test is 3rd to 7th of December. That's when the first test was supposed to be, I'm pretty sure for us. And we then, can change it. And then they come over to play ODIs against us at the 30th of January. So you've got like two whole months where there could be tests. From, from like, okay, how does this feel, punters and dribblers? December, mid-December, Boxing Day, New Year's test, and then where the fourth, the fifth test was scheduled. Should we get a four-test series? But maybe the fucking New Zealand wags also don't want to isolate for 48 fucking days of summer. You know what I mean? Like, but they're doing it anyway if they're coming, they're already coming. for the ODIs. They're coming in Jan, though. Yeah. You come at the start of December, you got Christmas and all this shit away from your family, or you're all locked down for the whole time. Oh, we want to go play at the Wacker. It's like, oh, sick. Well, sorry, dude. We'll drop the Wacker. Wacker doesn't get a test. Yeah. Fuck Western Australia, dude. No, because you you've got four tests anyway, so you just drop them. No, right. Yeah, right. I mean, or if you just have to play, if you have to just play them all at fucking the SCG, then so bad. We'll support that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Four tests of the SCG, all right. Give sure. a game to North Sydney Oval, fucking earth. Yeah, there's options, bro. There's options. But we do live in uncertain times, punters and dribblers, and we hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think you can say goodbye to the Ashes for 12 months, which is so fucked up. That's fucked. But you have kind of heard it here first, if it is true, so just acknowledge that we have ears everywhere. Everywhere, literally. Literally everywhere, everywhere. and literally within the walls of the ECB, that fucking scumbag organisation. I think the only benefit will be if it is that it's cancelled is that we will get back-to-back Ashes series, I think, off the top of my head. Eddie, that's not, it's not even a silver lining, dude. We need it now. We need it now. The nation needs the Ashes now. We fucking need it. Like, you can't... No, what, you're telling me that we need Of course, I know that we need it. I'm aware. No one's more aware than I of the need. Uh, Wallabies, world champions. Wallabies are the world champions. We're hitting a fucking stride now, baby. Aren't we? Hitting a fucking stride now. Did I have Callaway any time? Sure. You did have Callaway any time. Did I? No, I didn't. I had Michael Hoop up, so that didn't happen for That was me. always bold. Yeah, it was bold. I, I wanted to go bold. Um, yeah, rugby union. We're doing all right, aren't we? We beat Argentina twice. We've beaten South Africa twice. So, And then South Africa beat New Zealand. So we are world champions. A lot of salty Kiwis. And listen, Eddie and I half Kiwi. Give me some. Aotearoa. But you got to call it as you see it. And we are world champions. We fucking pumped South Africa twice. Yeah. Who then pumped New Zealand in the last minute of the game. Um, but yeah, a lot of salty uh, Kiwis. Like, you can't even win a bloody slow, bro. You're like, oh, yeah, we're world champs, though, dude. So... You know what? South Africa's never won a Bledisloe and they won the world champs, so... Riddle me that. Riddle me that one, dude. Riddle um, me that. But yeah, there wasn't too much else about that game that I thought was overly... Memorable? No, yeah. Like, it's Argentina. I think that went the way that I would have expected. How funny that they went down to Byron and couldn't get back. Oh, yeah. What happened there? So they just, they just border jumped. 
Did they know what they were doing? I don't. Well, clearly not. But how'd they get out? No, because I think you can, you can go. Cross yeah. You just can't come back. Oh. And they didn't realise. Yes, yeah, so New South Wales doesn't have any restrict. Like you can come in. Yeah, doesn't matter where you're from. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be fucking a bit rich of us to be like, you can't come in here when we're just pumping with COVID. Have you got the story there, Dave? Yeah. So eight members of the um, squad, including players and staff, went in, uh, took a day trip to Byron, and then went to come back. And the the border people pretty much said to them like, "Oh, have you got your documentation to get back over the border?" And they looked at each other and were like, "Uh, no." And so, um, yeah, basically they weren't allowed back in. And I don't think they played in the games. Those players are they still down there? No, I think they might sure. be quarantining. This is well. This was a story quarantining? from Thursday. Oh my god! Oh my. Well, god. yeah, they, yeah, they didn't play. Jesus. What the fuck? What a world we live in. That is what so funny. a world. Imagine being the staff member being like, <laughs> oh, what have I got myself into Oh, here? no. Because I'm like sackable. G'day, Tom and Eddie. D or Dave. Uh, just listening to you boys talk about Damien Cook and, you know, the slipperiness of the man uh, in the prelim against, against Manly. And, uh, and it just reminded me of, could be a good guy for you to look up, uh, Adama Traore plays in the Premier League for the Wolves. And it's one of the most beta things I think I've ever seen in my life. He um, looks like a footy player in fields, but he, he gets uh, baby oil put on his arms and on his uh, like every, and gets his shirt real tight so he can sit by players in the game. And uh, I just think beta as fuck. Uh, needing, you know, this guy's like double the size of everyone else he versus in the Premier League, wrapping himself up in baby oil to, you know, get the slip on him. Oh. Anyway, just give him the thoughts. Cheers, boys. Adam Traore, Dave's got it up here. Now, I mean, is that baby oil to make him more slippery to defenders or is that just because he's got fucking guns from heaven and it's like they just look nice? I think it's pipe-related, dude, because he plays soccer. Yeah, like having slippery arms doesn't really matter. I think it's just about having hot, hot arms. I think he's promoting his pipes. That's what I think he's doing. Do you reckon if we were to lather up our arms in baby oil just by virtue of what baby oil does, they'd look better? I think so, in the right light. In the right light? Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't mind maybe doing that just for a photo shoot maybe one day in the next sort of couple of weeks if you and I just, let's just lather them up. Like if you had, if you took a shirtless photo, put it this way, shirtless photo without baby oil and then you put it on, On. you look like a different beast. But I do think there's probably a, uh, a tipping point with like, you can put baby oil, it's not like you can put baby oil on anybody and it looks better. I don't think it can hurt. I think it probably could. I reckon if you put baby oil on a fat person, it looks like a roast animal. Like it looks like you've basted a fucking turkey yeah, about yeah, to chuck and you're in the oven. Put it in the oven, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, I think, well, yeah, that's a good point. The inverse for like someone really skinny, they start to look like a greasy teenager, like acne and shit. Potentially, Dave. Potentially. I don't know. I reckon, see, like you're a hairy man, but you're a mm. slender man. I reckon if we were to put some oil on you, it, you could start to look like a bit of a fucking. Because I mean, and if you well, take. start it, to thicken up. Well, yeah, but also if you take. Obviously, if you take a photo of Dave with like, you know, next to anything that gives too much context to his size, you go, okay, well, look, Dave, a smaller individual. But if you grease him up and you, you know, put him next to something that makes him look like six foot. You change the, uh, what's the fucking perspective? Perspective, thank you, Dave. Then I think the baby oil could work. Whereas for me personally, 
I don't think the baby oil would look good on me. I think it would work for you, Eddie. It would work on my arms. My body, I don't think it would work. Now, if I could get a tan, then put baby oil on. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now you're cooking with gas. Yeah. Yeah. Or baby oil. But to answer your question, I think he puts it on to fucking promote the pipes. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, get, we'll do a photo shoot with us and baby oil on the arms at some point. You, you, you can guarantee that. I wouldn't well, hold your breath, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold your breath. No. Hey, guys. I'm after a bit of life advice. Uh, I think you guys are the only ones that can give it to me. That feeling that you get on a Friday before the first gooey's arrive, the feeling that you get after your first sip of coffee on a Monday morning, the feeling that you get when Gus Gould makes a speech uh, just before Origin, and you, you know your heart rate goes a little bit higher. You feel a bit elated. You feel a little bit anxious, even. I just need to know, boys. Am I bouncing in? Is this what it feels like to bounce in? I don't know. Smile when no one's watching, boys. Say yes to life and have a great fucking day. I think you're bumping in for a bounce out. Yeah, you're bumping. You're not in. bouncing in. No, you're bumping. You're, in. you're bumping in. You're bumping. In. You're bumping in for a bounce out. The coffee one, I think, that's more just fucking caffeine getting you up and about. Yeah, that's you. Well, you're taking a stimulant. But when you're pumped as fuck for that first schooner, or you've just had one and you have a second, and then you have your third, and you start to really work into it, you're bumping in. Well. You're bumping in. You're bumping in for a bounce out. Simple as that. Yeah. Appreciate you coming to us for life advice, though. That's smart move. No, that's really smart footy. That's what it is. You just bump it in, mate. Yeah. Hey, boys. Uh, Ui Boom Dribbler here. Um, look, this has no real context, but just a funny little yarn from a couple of weeks ago. I've um, been flat out. But uh, I was in at a, a client's job. I was doing a job for this bloke, uh, Indian lad. Um, and I had the, I was with the apprentice, so I wasn't going to be a rude cunt. So I had my phone sitting there playing um, the podcast, and it was actually with um, with Denon, uh, bloke in a bar, obviously. Um, and anyway, as this bloke walked into the room with the apprentice and I, it was right at the point where you boys were talking about after Denon had got into a, a blue or whatnot, they were talking about the flight yarn, and it was all you were yarning about was in a 30 second window of you swinging dicks and touching dicks and uh, wrestling for um, top position or whatever you want to fucking call it. Uh, it was the most awkward time being at a client's house when he goes, oh, what are, you, what are you listening to? I was like, oh, mate, me trying to explain to this bloke what the fuck I was listening to, I was going, nah, look, mate, it's not like... And he's like, oh, no, nah, it's, it's all good. Uh, like, it was the most fucking weirdest fucking position I've ever been put in with a client, um, and I just want to say thank you. Um, it, was, it was a laugh. So um, keep up the swinging dick chat, boys. Love it. So. Save that. Save that one. That's a hauler. Mate, always happy to help. I mean, in fairness, if you were to flick on the podcast with us and Denon, the, the Dirty Merger podcast, at any point in time, you are very likely to happen across a 30-second block where we are talking largely about penises. Yeah. Penises get a lot of fucking airtime. Yeah, we can't help that. That's just That's been 2021. Yeah, well. It's been the year of the penis. We just give the punter and the dribbler the content they want yeah. and... 
if it's if it's penis related, so be it. Mate, there's nothing wrong with penis content. We know that. Penis yeah. content rates its ass off. It rates its dick off. I also had a lot of people reach out to me privately, publicly, to state that they were on my side about riding the shaft from the pubes. One person. <laughs> no, I had multiple. I just shared one with you guys just so you knew. Uh, let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Um, long time listener, first time caller. It's not a sports related thing, just uh, I was talking to my missus last night and the topic of. Oh, internet. While you get that back on, yeah. would you ever go to a game? Of NFL wearing cheese on your head? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. It's the it's the Blatchy's Blues wig of the NFL dribbler or the Packers dribbler. A cheese, bit of cheese, bit of cheese on the head. It's, a, well, a huge fucking it, cheese hat. It's a big day. It's a huge day. It's a huge call. It's you know, tell me you're a dribbler without tell me you're a dribbler. Mm. Sorry, Dave. That's as right. you were. I was talking to my missus last night, and the topic of sea monkeys came up. She had no idea what I was talking about, but it came up in the context of potentially the biggest wall fall of all time. And I thought back to a child putting sea monkeys in water for the first time, and you know the package shows them building civilizations and holding tridents and flying around in spaceships. And you know, like you wait a few days for the sea monkeys to evolve, and you're left with these like little sort of mosquito larvae. Um, and just this feeling of extreme disappointment came over me at the time when I was you know, eight years old. Um, yeah, my missus looked at me like I had no idea what, I was, what she was talking about. And... Okay. It's... Have we talked about sea monkeys before? I, I don't think, know. I think we have. I'm pretty sure I've got a, a recollection of Dave looking up what they were. I really? don't, but I was, yeah, I don't. I but don't. I need you to look it up because I don't know what they are. You guys don't know them. No, I kind of... no, 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 no. No, I know, I know what sea monkeys are. I had them, but I don't but know what the what fuck they were are. they. Oh, okay. They came in a packet yeah. for fuck's sake. They had like suspended animation. Is that what it is? Uh, no. Okay. So it says sea monkeys is a marketing term used to refer to brine shrimp that are sold as novelty aquarium pets. Yes. Um, so they're sold as eggs intended to be added to water and almost always come bundled in a kit of three pouches and instructions. Uh, the tank would come with the Fuck product. The, what are they? Yeah. How does it work? No, so they're basically these little things called brine shrimp. Um, uh, but like how long can brine shrimp eggs be survive? Like they're just in a packet and then you put water in them and they're like, all right, we're good to go. I loved them. And the packets had like little magnifying bits on them so that when they'd swim behind it, you'd see. My mum hated my sea monkeys and intentionally killed them. Never forgave her. <laughs> Why did she hate them? She just found them gross and under... Well, actually, it was either mum or dad. I don't want to throw mum under the bus. One of my parents hated them and knocked them over intentionally. Well, poured them out and then said they accidentally bumped them. Is, are they still a thing? Yes. They are still a thing? Yep. So it says um, the animals sold as sea monkeys are claimed to be an artificial breed known as Artemia neos, and um, they uh, sorry they undergo cryptobiosis, a condition of apparent lifelessness, which allows them to survive the desiccation of the temporary pools in which they live. So they're kind of they are kind of suspended in their own like entropy type thing, and they don't really live until you add them to water. 
whoever the fuck came up with that idea was working on an, a different plane entirely. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. He's like, let's get these fucking things, suspend them, put them in packets, sell them as sea monkeys holding tridents and shit. Yeah, call them sea monkeys. You know, even just that. And it's, it's, like, it's, it's genius. Yeah. It, it is genius. I hope genius they're rich. Stuff. Can you see how who's, who invented sea monkeys, Dave? Uh, oh, yeah. they'd be they'd have their feet up. They'd invented by Milton Levine. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Invented by Harold von Braunhout. They were invented because ant farms were really popular at the time. Mm-hmm. So you'd buy like little ant thingy, and you could just have these live ants. And so this was like the water version. Um, so he, oh my god! So he was the creator and seller. This Harold von Braunhout. Uh, he made the sea monkeys and X-ray specs. X-ray specs. This guy was all across, all how, over the map. How much money did he? How, what's his What's his um, net worth? Have a look. It better be good. It, it, it'd, if there is any justice in the universe, this man mm. is a billionaire. Ooh, okay. There's some drama. Oh no. The battle over the sea monkey fortune. A New York Times article. Oh my god, this is this spicy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, paywall. Fuck that. Oh well, no. I can find an, yeah, yeah. I'll find, find another the, one. Fuck. Oh my god, there's another one. The sea monkeys and the white supremacist. Holy what shit! What is going on? We need to know all of this though now, Dave. Have all of the answers, please. As you're looking, we can continue here. The uh, he died in 2003, by the way. Oh, yeah. but fuck. That's why there's a battle over the fortune, Eddie. You can't just, you know what I mean? No family can just go, let's divvy this thing up nah, evenly. Nah, it's like, nah, nah, nah. sorry, let's bro. Fight let's fight this tooth and nail until there's nothing left. Yeah. It's one greedy fucking son or auntie or nephew wants all the fucking cash. It's like, oh, I helped him in his final days. It's like, Imagine being a sea monkey baron. Dude. We need to find our fucking thing. What we can be barons of. Rum. Rum barons. Rum barons. Have you got anything, Dave? Uh, the long articles I'm getting there. Um, apparently he was a bit of a messed up dude. This Harold von Braun. Uh, some of the most creative people are, you know, the tortured artist. Mm. Obviously, if he's a white supremacist, I will not be making any, uh, you know, apologetic statements for him. Uh, yeah. He, oh, yep. It says here, Branhart was an old pal and member of the Aryan race who has supported okay. us quite a few years. Okay. 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 This has taken a really dark turn. But interesting to know. You just never know. When you just scratch the surface of sea monkeys, you're thinking you're just, you know, aqua ant farms, a bit of fun, yeah. genius, x-ray yeah. glasses, yeah. And fucking kids shit. Now we're digging into fortunes, fighting over fortunes and, you know, Aryan brotherhoods and shit. You never Fuck know. Have we got anything else, Dave? Um, he, had a, he had over 195 patents on different products. Um, yeah, it's hard to find out what the stouch is over his... Could you just type um, his name in and write net worth? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much money? So, uh, sea monkeys by themselves... Uh, were doing about $3 million of sales per year in 2006. Um, it's not as much so as I thought, but I guess they weren't that expensive. But I think their heyday was the 90s. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? I just want to know. I don't even want to know what they're doing annually. I want to know the net worth of the Aryan von Brahma or whatever his name was. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of bad stuff about him. I'm just trying to find how much money he made. What's his name? Harold von Braunhout. If I can find this before you, Dave, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. All right. 
spell his name for me? Harold Von B R A U N H U T. Brown Heart. Yeah. So, ooh. So his widowed wife sued over the royalties. Of course. Of course. Uh, well, there you go. Do we, do we move on? Millions of tiny creatures have been sold over the years and have generated fan websites, a television series, and a video game. Uh, do we move on with our lives? Well, yeah, we do, but I would like to... The Washington Post stated in a report that despite his Jewish ethnicity, he and a close association with white supremacist groups buying firearms for a Ku Klux Klan faction and regularly attended the Aryan Nation's annual conference. What a conflicted individual. Fuck. In 1988, an interview with Seattle Times, he referred to the... Oh, okay, I'm not going to read that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here, uh, this, this is getting us a bit closer. So a few years after her husband's death in 2003, her husband being Harold... Um, Signorelli von Braunhout licensed out part of the labor of his multi-million dollar sea monkey enterprise, mostly packaging and distributing to Big Time. Um, and she sold that for, uh, it allowed Big Time to pay up a straight up $5 million fee and then $5 million more in installments. So, so for, it's, for the license to sell. So he's not a billionaire. No, he's not. Let's and you know what? Way. We said that there would be no justice if he wasn't, but hearing about, you know, some of his views... Perhaps there is justice. Perhaps that is justice. And also him being dead, probably a good thing. Um, all right, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. Good Lord. You mm. never know what you're going to get on this podcast. You just don't. Hello, punters. Hello, dribblers. Fucking 90 seconds. Are you serious? Me, best, me missus says I do my best work in 30. <laughs> um, listen here, right? Look, South never, Pembroke forever. DMC Dead set forever. Blocker Roach, best fucking commentator in the, in the name of the game. Hold on, my son's calling me, but he's going to have to wait. How old's your son? I'll call you back. Bye. Listen here, boys. They're fucking... Do your own research about the 1909 grand final. South scum. They are putrid fucking dogs. South's never... Bowman forever. Up the Panthers and fuck Manly. That was the biggest waste of Good our night, time. Good night, boys. Have a lovely Bender weekend. Couple nose beers and Red Bulls for me. What it, happened in 1909? That, that, that guy just called it up and like said things like, oi, look into this, oi, do that. So the, do you know what happened in the 1909 grand final? No. no. So the, it was going to be between um, Souths and Balmain. And there was, uh, well, oh yeah, so there was a promotional game that was organized around like the same time, the same weekend or whatever, which was like between like rugby union and rugby league between two clubs. So there was like this gentleman's agreement between Souths and Balmain that they wouldn't play the game, but there was no real written agreement. So then on the day, Souths rocked up. We're like, we're ready. We're here to play the game. Oh, Balmain's on here. Guess they forfeit and we win. And then they wouldn't, like, negotiate to play the game at a later date. They were like, oh, we rocked up, you didn't. So we win. Oh, so and South's they won the comp. Yeah. Okay, so South have only won 20, 
20 so cops. So 1909 doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yeah. So is that how... And do they, they claim it? Well, yeah, they must. That's yeah. extraordinary. That's Sorry, so I apologise to that dribbler. He... he, he he basically packaged that dribble with a lot of like the amount. This he forever, could, he, he, he's he, never. This ever, Balmain forever, Panthers forever, South never. Oi, check out the 1999 grand final. You're like, wait, what the fuck are you saying? Um, he could have just told us that. He could have just told us that. That would have been way better. Because you said you do your best work in 30 seconds. I'd argue you can do better than that. But this is interesting. So you're telling me, Dave, South have won 21 premierships, is it? Yes. That's the claim? Yep, that's the claim. It's actually 20. It's 20. Look, we had to rub salt into the wounds after a fucking tough loss, but... Is Maddie still here or is he gone? He's no, gone. he's gone. Back to bed, I, I think. Yeah, went down to cry. <laughs> well, yeah, that wouldn't have... That, he wouldn't have enjoyed that. No. No, he wouldn't have. Can you just send a link to that for me, Dave? Just send that into the, the WhatsApp? Cause we'll yeah, I'll there. just send the... Like, there's a text thing that I read on. They just fucking claim the 1909 Premiership. What dogs... Sorry, South. 20 comps. That's it. We hate to take the comps off you, but that's the way it works here. Mate, the rules are rules. Rules are rules. On we go. Thomas, Edward, do your own research. Dave, punters, dribblers, and cunts. Melbourne-based dribbler here. Apparently, listening to your uh, dribble yarn on... Listening to you dribble yarn on the Thursday pod about the weather, apparently the reason the weather predictions are much worse is because there's less planes in the sky recording the weather data, sending it to the Bureau of Meteorology. Do your own research. Do all that up the shit, of course, but the good word came from uh, came from the meeting tree pod, so it must be true. Anyway, Melbourne-based dribbler. Demons forever. Collingwood never. See you soon. That's interesting if true. That is interesting if true. Again, it would make sense like if that like that explanation checks out for me without me having to do any research into it. You know, and I go, okay, yeah, it makes sense. No planes in the sky. They're fucking it up. Yeah, yeah. I'll believe it. I'll believe it because they are fucking it up. It was meant to rain all day yesterday, apparently. Yeah, they're, they're all at sea. It was fucking gorgeous. Wow, so um, when operating at full capacity, the global aircraft-based observing system produces over 800,000 weather observations per day using planes from 43 different airlines and several thousand aircrafts. Oh, so they're working slim. Yeah. They're working real slim. There you go. There you go. You, you learn something new every day. You do. I make no apologies to the uh, meteorologists of this nation either. Like, Don't get bitter. Get no, better. No, no, no. I mean, like, if you say, you're gonna, if you say that you, you're, you predict the weather and... Make sure you predict it. I don't give a fuck how many planes you got. Or you tell us. We might be a bit off at the moment because you don't have planes. Be more forthcoming with it. That's Pack right. Pack a jumper and board shorts because we don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, boys. How you going? It's the Pete Murray dribbler here. Just wanted a quick one for you. Uh, just on a first note, two-part question. First one, uh, sausage roll or the meat pie? Been there. We'd like to get your opinion on that one. Uh, the second one was, I'd like to run you through the, the 2015 NRL Grand Final. Uh, the, 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 the gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Pass comes away to O'Neill. Felt. 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 Fel
He's fucked that Gosh, up. Gosh, dude. It's, oh, fuck me. Oh, there you fucking go. Oh, enjoy, boy. Peace, Thank you very much. Stay out, boys. Cheers, O'Neill doesn't give the ball to Felt. <laughs> it's Morgan. And it's not across the 20. It's in like 10 metres east, 10 metres out. And he skips to the right. He fucking dummies, draws two players, and then flicks it to Felt. It's all Michael Morgan. This is the problem with this game. No one, <laughs> no one remembers Michael Morgan for this fucking like. It's all Jonathan Thurston's drop goal. Mm-hmm. It's all about Michael Morgan that game, and he can't even. Justin O'Neill gets fucking credit. That is like the most extraordinary passage of play. Yeah. Like even before that, Jonathan Thurston like evades fucking four or five cunts yeah. just to get it to Morgan, just to, just to, to keep Morgan. it alive. Yeah. It's the last tackle, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It is. Well, it's the last tackle of the game. Yeah. It's fucking wild stuff. I was there. So was I. That was the only grand final I didn't watch live. As in, what were you doing? No, no, no. I was at a music festival in Wollongong. What was the festival called? Yours and Owls. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Was it fun? It was, good. It was very fun. It was yeah. Good times. But I was like so conscious about I've never missed an NRL grand final before. But it, I don't really care because Broncos, Cowboys. And then, like, the last set finished, and that's when it went into extra time. And I was like, fuck, I can't believe I'm missing this. It's one of the, well, it's probably the greatest thing I've ever seen live. Mm. Easily. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was saying. No, neither. Right. Ben Roethlisberger couldn't look more done as a fucking <laughs> NFL quarterback. And I mean, I know I've only been watching it for a couple of weeks, but he looks just fucking shot. He's pretty fucking old. He's old, bro. He's been around forever. He's old and fucking huge and lumbering and cumbersome. He's like a big redwood tree. Yeah, or like an old punched-out boxer who's just still getting up off the canvas and going for another round. I didn't hear no bell. (laughs) What you doing, Dave? Trying to get the internet to work. It's a bit fucking funny in here, isn't it? Yeah. I might have to hotspot means killing the NFL. Do what needs to be done, though. Steph sitting next to Jacinda and Buddy Franklin at Redleaf. Wow. Cool. Good for her. All right, should be good. Hey, gentlemen. It's the Peaked In High School dribbler. I've just realised that a couple of my mates that listen to the podcast still haven't figured out who's who. And in the spirit of the recent dribbles about the names and that is a, a better sort for each other, I thought that let's do a live reaction. So I'm just going to bring you up now. And I am going to reveal the truth. That's Eddie. Well, there you go. So I'm assuming they're right then. They they, they picked us correctly. 
I couldn't, I don't know. Because I couldn't tell from that, because all you're saying there is Tom looks, or Eddie looks older, but they could still be saying that I look older or that you look, do you know what I mean? They didn't, I'm confused now. Because they didn't actually clarify. No. Because we say that you look older and that I will, and you know that Steph dumped me fucking two weeks out from a holiday. Yeah. But they didn't clarify then who they were talking about, really. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm still confused. I'm still confused. It was interesting to listen to, though. It was. It was a good dribble. But you, I can tell, like, in some comments sometimes that people don't know Same. who they, yeah, who's yeah. who. 100%. Yeah, it's funny. They're like, you know, when they're, they're, they're just, they'll leave something and you go, oh, okay. Like, they'll, it'll be something that you've said in a podcast and then they'll, the comment will be about me saying it. Yes. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. vice versa. Exactly. Like, we remember that one that when, uh, at some point during the year, they were photoshopping all of our fucking us under like video games or something or something like that. And yeah. they had me playing Oztag. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, Oztag yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, these guys don't know what the fuck we are. <laughs> 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 these guys don't know who's who. Yeah. Yeah. Still happens as well. Yeah, I know. It's great stuff. I'm Tom, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Eddie. So there you go. Do with that what you will. Tom. Eddie, punters, dribblers, it's the right-angle dribbler here. Coming at you live and direct from a fucking lovely long weekend. I mean, can I say that, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm fucking just near 2 o'clock in the morning. Can I say this is going to be peak dribbling yarn type fucking period? Yeah, probably. The right-angle I mean, is this where going to be all sorts of shit dribbled? Yeah, 100%. But, Eddie, the other day you said that humans smoke horses in the endurance scene, and I just want to just come out and say that's complete bullshit. Um, you know, my missus does that for, like, you know, racing and everything like that, endurance horse racing, and they smoke the absolute Jesus out of it. If you'd like splits in time, come and see me. Anyway, lads. Look it up, Dave. Your, uh, I'm talking about a marathon, like, not fucking 3 k's. boys haven't played any Red Bull cricket for this upcoming Ashes series. Gladys Berejiklian, you know not allowing the boys to come out and play some red ball. Um, you know, the Poms will be here soon. We're going to go straight into a fucking T20 World Cup, straight into a fucking test match series. No prep. These boys have been battle hard versus fucking India and shit like that. Are we going to be ready for a fucking 5-0 whitewash or is it just going to be 4-0? Like, please explain. Let's just do the horse angle Ooh. there because we fucking we've already talked cricket all right so there, there are some sources online saying that like you know obviously most mammals run faster than humans especially ones with four legs but on a hot day in conditions like that humans have more endurance but interestingly there is an annual man versus horse marathon that takes place every year in scot uh of course in, there uh, is. in wales sorry there's another one that happens in scotland as well of course there is uh yeah. there's one in new zealand as well but anyway the biggest one seems to be this one in wales and the times are pretty close um so in 2019 the fastest runner was five minutes slower than the fastest horse in 2018 there was less than a minute difference between the fastest run and the fastest horse but it does seem like the horses are winning pretty much every time but only by small margins. What times are they running though? Uh, two hours eighteen on the horse, and yeah. two hours twenty three. So, for but if you runner. if you drop a Kipchoge in there, baby, he's winning comfortably. So we're talking best horse, best marathon runner. Do you know what I mean? Ho marathon runner wins. Like Kipchoge's fuck, he's doing like two oh ones and shit. I, I oh, wonder. Uh, sorry, there's been two human winners in uh, two thousand four and two thousand and seven. The human won with a time of 2.05, which is a... That's sharp. Time. That's why he won. Yeah. 
And it was, both of those were hot conditions that day. So to, I think that clarifies it all for the punter and the dribbler. I wasn't talking about 3Ks, bro, or 10Ks. No, I'm talking Maras. Talking Maras. Talking the big boy stuff. But horses still win more than they don't win. Interesting. Very interesting. I, does the horse start leading and then the marathon runner catch up? You surely. Know I mean? Surely the horse goes out quick. Surely they don't run at the same pace. Like, Does the horse run and then walk at the end? Yeah, like does the, is the horse pacing itself or does it go out hard or is it just like trotting along? Like we've got a long, we've got 42Ks here. What, neck and neck you reckon? Yeah. There's, someone on, there's someone on the horse in these races, though. It's of not course like a horse there is, Dave. Well, so um, the guy <laughs> on the horse is pacing it. I, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, but I'm just trying to We don't out. know that for sure. We don't though. know yeah. that for sure. <laughs> this is great. The event started in 1980 when local landlord overheard a discussion between two men in his pub. One man suggested that over a significant distance cross country, man was equal to any horse. So they decided to start the event. There you go. What a funny world. What's the event in? called? Uh, it's called the Man versus Horse Marathon. Love it. That's perfect. That's yep. perfect. Has it been held already this year? No, it hasn't been held since 2019. It says oh, obviously some COVID, COVID things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It'll be back, bigger and better it than better ever. Better be back. <laughs> we'll keep a close eye on that. Yeah. Yeah. They'd get us there to fucking commentate it. <laughs> They'd right. be smart. Big Ben. Hey, Dio. Question for Tom and Eddie here. Do you guys ever just like sit back and think, what the fuck have you guys created? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. We, I know we address this probably like monthly on the pod, but it's been a while. I just think we need to address what the fuck that punters and dribblers Facebook page has become. Cause some of the characters on there, like the Kensington dribbler, are just so fucked up. So do you ever just sit back and be like, this has just gotten out of hand. Like, holy fuck. Anyway, double barrel dribbler out. Um, yeah, yeah, we think about it often. All the time. All the time. Um, because, look, all we did really, though, was just shine a light on fucking all you dribblers that existed in plain sight but didn't have, a, didn't have an outlet for your dribble. Didn't have a voice. You didn't have a voice. We were a voice for the voiceless. And now you got a voice. Do some of you take that uh, not for not for granted? Do you sort of take it far too liberally that your voice needs to be shared? You know, far and wide. Yeah, sure you do. But we've been able to unearth some real fucking gems. You know, some real characters. Some real characters. So yeah, uh, it's a it's a regular fucking sit back and go, what the fuck's going on? When you get some like detailed DM off the back of some completely ridiculous thing that you've been talking about. Or just even the fact that you called yourself the double barrel dribbler, you know? Mm-hmm. What is that? Or the guy before that called himself the right angle dribbler. Like, none of this shit makes sense. But we love you all. We love every single one of you. I'll tell you what, the, the Omen chat in the group this weekend was, like, probably a bit too much and just got a bit out of hand. Did it was ridiculous. Guys, yeah. It was ridiculous. I stopped, I stopped looking at it. <laughs> the, look, Eddie and I are working on... Uh, an explainer video because obviously we clearly did enough to explain what an omen is but there are a lot of dumb dead shit dribblers out there who think of they look for omens where there are no omens they also don't necessarily understand the definition of an omen there are a few different things that you need to understand when you're looking at sort of you know 
thing, things that are of the woo-woo persuasion, omens, vibes, patterns. Correct. There will be an explainer video detailing, you know, the differences. The differences. That'll be coming soon. And how to spot them. And how to spot them. But, you know, the omen chat on the weekend was fucking absurd ahead of the grand final. Again, we love it. Some say that... Did you see Sebo? He's fucking posting about even how he went down looking for whales because they're good omens. Yeah, that was... And the more, the more whales he saw, the more confident he was growing that South are going to win. They're going to win. I'm it like, had, that doesn't was, make any sense. It made no sense. And, you know... But Seba, he speaks fluent dribbler. Speaks so. fluent dribbler and he was probably high on his own bathwater <laughs> because... That was, and then it was like, if I see an extra pod, Mark Nichols scores a try. I'm like, okay, this man is literally. Yeah, yeah. This is, you've lost, you've lost touch with reality. lost the plot. On we go. Hey, Tom, the Onky Dave. How are you? It's a Tonka dribbler here. Just got a quick question. What do you reckon about having an actual bin for the sin bin? So we send them off. They got the yellow mitzi, and we put them in a bin, garbage bin. So we go yellow for normal, healthy bin. Then we go red bin's absolute nonsense. You've you've had eyed someone dirty. You've done them filthy. Stand in the bin. Stand in the bin. And you got to look. You got to look at them like you filthy prick. And then when we're talking red card, when we're talking, you've been sent off for the day. Skip bin. Skip in. Chuck them in there. Send them to the tip. Leave them there. Give me your thoughts. Give me your feelings. I like it. I don't mind it. I think it's a good idea. I think that you... I like the idea of, like, Oscar the Grouch sort of bin, though. So if you're in the sin bin, like, if you're in the... the, the if you get red carded, you should have to sit in the bin with the lid closed. Yes. And maybe there's, like, two eye holes for you to watch the game. Yeah, you can watch the game through the eye holes. Yeah. Or some sort of, like, uh, or you can just peek transparent through. mesh. Or you just have to peek through. You can't, like, lift it up fully, but you just oh, have yeah, to, like, yeah, you can lift yeah. the lid, lift the lid, up lid a little peek. bit and just yeah. your eyes. Yeah, yeah, you can peek through. But then like if that. you're just in a yellow card, then you have to stand in the bin with the lid on, on your, your head. head. <laughs> but you can stand up. You can stand there and watch the game because yeah. you are going to have to get out. Yeah, that's but right. if you're in the red card, you can't get out until the game's over. I think that's a great idea. And if someone makes eye contact with you when you're peeking, you have to close the lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 quickly. Yeah. Otherwise, you're, uh, no, otherwise the bin gets dragged out. Yeah, that's right. Shout out to you calling yourself the Tonka Dribbler as well. Yeah. That was... That was nice. That was, was class. Nice it was all class. Yeah. He knows the way to your heart. He does. I'm cheap. Yeah, g'day boys. It's the Epidemic Dribbler here. I'm um, coming across the ditch following a serious pumping of the All Blacks by the South Africans. Um, taking the licks, as you do. Um, just wanted to broach back into the Rove McManus Dribble, which came up on the podcast the other day. Um, Rove obviously famous for his who would you turn gay for segment um, so I just wanted to bring that up with you boys as of course you've talked several times about uh, allowing several blokes into you and uh, Tom Birmingham of sucking the devil's dick fame um, so yeah basically just that's a great to thing to have on my CV who would you turn gay for um, yeah personally it'd probably have to be Jonathan Thurston um, of course because of his fame in the rugby league world, uh, being an absolute god, um, and, of course, his financial standings. Hashtag sugar daddy. Um, so, yeah, let us know, boys, and uh, see you soon. A couple of things there. I don't... Hearing a Kiwi say Rove McManus is exactly how that name should be said. Rove McManus, like the way he <laughs> said that, is exactly how I want to hear Rove's name said forever. 
I'd agree with that. Second thing, Eddie, I want to broach. Could you have a segment who you'd turn gay for on TV these days? Like, I don't Bro, think it's a I'd, bad thing, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't think it's an offensive thing. It's like a lighthearted fucking. But I reckon you couldn't. I'd agree with that. I was watching Entourage the other night, and like, you could not make that show anymore, Dude. bro. No fucking way. The way that Ari talks to Lloyd yeah, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. show. <laughs> oh my god. Is bro. crazy. But then also, like, you wonder, it's like, it's a, it's, it's like, the, I don't know. It's one of those things where you go, like, it was fucking hilarious. Obviously, if you're a gay person, maybe it wasn't, but like, he's playing a character who's incredibly homophobic. Like, that's kind of why it's funny. It's not, it's not normalizing or making it okay. But then maybe it is because it's just like I don't know. It's like, it's, do, we, but, do you want to wade into that pool? I don't know. That's not where I want to wade. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's fucking fucking hilarious. I don't know. Obviously, off the top of the dome, Brad Pitt comes to mind. Brad Pitt, Ryan Gosling, you know, um, David Beckham. Yeah, David Beckham. To be honest, for me, what about sports stars? Who would you turn for? Um, not David Beckham. David Beckham's voice a little bit too much like this. If I was trying to fuck David Beckham and he's whispering in me ear with a high pitched voice, I'm fucking. It'd make me soft. I need pilot, enough. mate. You need. Pilot. I need pilot. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd. I mean, if I can build the perfect person, I'd put Chris Hemsworth's voice. Imagine if you put Chris Hemsworth's voice into David Beckham. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. One of the great voices. One of the great voices. I mean, Chris Hemsworth as well. Be Although, close to home for you, man. Well, he's mine and Steph's hall pass. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> Polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's sort of, they're pretty good ones. I'm trying yeah. to think if they're not bad else. ones. Pat Cummins. Yeah, Pat Cummins. Yeah, you well, know what, eyes. though? It's I don't, his yeah, eyes. It's his eyes. I don't know if I want to be emotionally invested in a sport I care about like that. Like, I want Pat to just be like. That is too close to home, yeah. I think. Like, you're bowling for my nation. I don't want to actually have a... Uh, uh, I don't want you to bowl me over as well. No. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be invested in that way when I'm watching you play cricket. I just want you to play cricket and have... I just need it to be a cricket fan relationship. Yes. I want to look up to you. Not, not like, into your arsehole. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> On we go. <laughs> Boys, Andy Dribble here. Look, long weekend. I'm surfed out, lying on the bed watching about even having a brewski and Smart. i don't know if this has been covered yet because i'm behind there's too much content Lots. but eddie looks like he's shaved his beard and he fucking looks good so thanks. yeah i just wanted to let you boys know that eddie fucking hell mate he's a hot boy <laughs> thanks buddy anyway let's go up the panthers beer soon i'd agree with that i you shaved it when if you but you didn't shave to the skin did you you just Look how quick your beard grows back. See, I'd love a beard like yours. I'm envious of your beard. I go, I've got like the zero on the clippers mm. and then I just do it that way. For those that are astute and they might wonder that have noticed my routine when yeah. it comes to my beard, I grow it to a point where I'm like, I'm over it now. And then I zero it back and then... Yeah, and then you're back again. And then it repeats. But this has been like a... Well, it's a bit over a week since I you did? I couldn't tell you. No, but like... Two weeks. Oh, no, like 10 days? Yeah, about 10 days. Yeah. I... I'm very envious of it. You did look good. I, I Again, sometimes when I see it, it's the immediate shock. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to take this. But then I went back and I did. You were fucking popping on about even. Thanks, dog. You were. 
Have you had a haircut? No. No. But you were popping on about even. Whatever was going on, I was like, you look tan, but you have a natural tan. I do. And the beard shorter made you look younger, which can never hurt. <laughs> you were popping. Thanks, bro. I think it's bro. fair to say. You were definitely popping. Oh, what a, what a lovely segment. Yeah, that's nice. What a nice guy. What a lovely, what what a lovely, lovely man. What a lovely a gentleman. Yep. Sound True like, gentleman. <laughs> sounded like you putting on a voice, Eddie, I reckon. Oh, you reckon? <laughs> Maybe. Lead it up to the pun and the dribblet of the show. Was that me? Yeah. Day boys. Ambo Dribbler here again. Just wanted to just wanted to commend you on your your suggestion, your your no shampoo suggestion. Take take us back to that time when uh, when you made that podcast where you spoke about not shampooing. However long it was between that day and this day, Sunday, right before the grand final. The NRL Grand Final, that is. I, I have now gone through the shit period, and here I am. I'm on the other side. I've been I've been complimented on how good my hair looks. There you go. So, there you fucking go. Props to you, boys. Storm forever, manly never. There you go. I fu- what do we fucking tell you? What do we tell you? Let the oils do their job. Let the hair be hair. It was fucking hair long before shampoo came along. Long before. And it's good to hear that we're now getting some, you know, the time has passed and we're now starting to get some really nice sort of uh, uh, customer feedback or is that what you'd call it? I don't know, but just feedback. Also, shout out to that fat fucking Titans fan who managed to parlay his... uh, His... um, Rig? Well, yeah, his, his... dalliance with fame into an undie campaign really he's just on the tv mm. the vanilla thick shake <laughs> the big thicky good for him tom eddie y'all just just watch the grand final it's northern northern um, english dribbler here just watch the grand final live at suncorp just watching all the south fans leave the stadium in the words of danganay Goodbye. Yeah, he's licking South fans. I yeah. hope Maddie couldn't hear that one. That would have been tough. That would have been really tough. Tom, Eddie, Eddie, Tom, Den Den here from Bogan Bar Fame. Thorn South supporter. Firstly, what a game of rugby league. Penrith, outstanding. So I'm proud of my South supporters. Before. Danny Exotic gives it to me. I'll say one thing. Fucking Danny. In fact, congratulations. S-S-T-I-D. That's the deep till I die. Then, then, fucking the bar fan out. There you go, Dennis. Of Bloke in a Bar fame, indeed. He's the beer man at Bloke in a Bar. Big South fan. And, look, that was that was a... Is contrite the word? Yeah, I think so. I think contrite's the word, Tom. That's the word you're looking for. Yep. It's the word you've used. Yep. It's tough. Tough day to be a South fan. Yep. Wayne won the battle. Ivan won the war. Penrith all day. Wow, wow, wow. Fair call. It's a hell of a point. It's a fucking hell of a point. It's a hell of a point. It's a hell of a point. Imagine if they'd lost. 
the fucking talking point around that. Well, dude, like everyone was, uh, even like just listening on radio yesterday, all the sort of pregame shit, everyone was like, mate, Ivan's fucking weak. He's just been, he's been like barring the media. After he got absolutely bitched uh, in the first round of finals, <coughs> he just went dark. He just went quiet, didn't talk to anyone. And everyone was like, fuck, is that the right thing? Is he, you know, how's that body language translate to like the players? Like, do they see their coach sort of wigging out or what? Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Worked. Ivan won the war. Fucking won the war, all right. Oh, man, man, they played pretty good tonight. Uh, Saab got two. Oh, oh, Saab didn't play. Oh, Manly didn't play. Oh, that's right. Take your licks, you fucking dog. <laughs> take your fucking yeah, licks. You don't need to take, take your licks. <laughs> Penny Panthers, the Fresh Prince, Club Churchill. Can't take that off you, mate. Bend over and take a lick. Take it. Bend over. Take a lick. Take a fucking lick, you dog. The Babushka boys. The Babushka boys. Take your lick. The Babushka. Fresh Prince. Clive Churchill. The Babushka boys. What the fuck's going on here? How are we take firstly, <laughs> how are we taking licks two weeks after Manly got knocked out? Secondly, who are the Babushka boys? Is that us or is that them? <laughs> is this a new tasty boys? Oh, I don't know, I'm confused. I'm here for the babushka. I didn't boys. actually think we'd come in today getting licked. I didn't think we were getting licked. But we have been. We got fucking licked then. And they're not wrong. Well, no, they, I mean, they, they aren't wrong, but they kind of are. Because, like... We didn't play at the grand final. Well, no, we didn't play at the grand final. Like, I mean... And South can, did win. I yeah. mean, Penrith did Penrith win. did. But, like, can we take licks for fucking... Well, I don't know. I think we just did. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it. I know. I think it's a little uncouth. I, mean, I, I don't know if it was fair. It's certainly not fair. But it, it did happen. It did happen. Shout out to the Babushka boys. That's a good name. Yeah, it is a good name. G'day, boys. It's uh, the Canberra slash living Canberra support Penrith Dribble here. Uh, Panthers 13 plus forever, even though we only won by two. I have a toddler handing me a toy right now. This is the greatest day of my life. Love you, boys. Deal, Dave. Fuck you. Fuck the storm. Mwah. Sweet. Sweet. Take sure. that as a comment. That's a comment. It's just a cut and dry comment. Yeah. Hey, boys. Uh, dot Point Dribble here. As a um, Roosters fan living in Penrith at the moment, I am absolutely elated. Go to Penrith! Um, fuck South Sydney out uh, here looking for Danny Exotic. Um, fucking trying to, trying to find the trail of Rack and Red. Uh, is that him? <laughs> hey, Danny!
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So was that Danny Did calling? He? Was that no, Danny? That, that was Dot Point Dribbler calling. Who ran into Danny? No, yeah. that was surely oh, set up. Surely. Yeah. Come on, guys. He would have been on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Where after midnight last night, okay. I, haven't, I haven't heard these ones before. Okay. Good stuff. Get into them. I know you fucking politically corrupt, co- correct. He's on the payphone. Corporate dollar munching coward won't play half me dribbles. I'm ringing from the fucking high street. Um, Telstra fucking payphone. <laughs> send in the first one of the night. You bunch of crap! Where's that Dennis Denden fucking the beer ops manager? Get get him out here, and I want him to personally deliver the fucking cases of blokes. And I want him to fucking pour him into my mouth while I'm fucking slapping him across the fucking face with me cock. (laughs) 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 Save that motherfucker. Oh my god. (laughs) He's caught off a payphone. That is so good. Oh my god. (laughs) That is so good. I didn't know that was because he's called up again from his phone. In like a few dribbles. So Give it to him. To that. Give it to him. Danny. All right. Fuck, that's good stuff. <laughs> Tommy, Eddie, you're Dave. It's the flavor of milk you'll be Long time to drink, drink. Or flavor of milk, metaphorical drink. I'm actually here with the big tasty in the flesh. No joke. Uh, went to the game today. Come on, the ref. Anyway, they were literally giving out oak. Flavoured milk after the game at Suncorp. They'll give it out oat flavoured milk after the game at Suncorp. Just a bit of a courtesy call. It's big tasty. It's safe to say hello. Oat milk forever. Premiership oat milk post grand final win forever. Love you. Bye-bye. Yep. Sure. Did you see that dribbler? I think it was like in the inbox or somewhere. Where he was walking around Penrith with fucking oaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was, he, I think we shared, I think it's in our story, actually. After dribble. Yep. All right, we got four up from Danny, but they're Love not it. that long. That's all right. Yeah, he, uh, he's earned it. Okay, it's South Sydney. Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam, bruh. Bruh. Don't worry, bruh. We're kicking goals out here in the rift, you fucking coward. Enjoy Brisbane for the next couple of years. Bruh. Good. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Nice, Danny. North. North. Bunny's taking licks. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius. They're the Army of the South. Father of a losing premiership team in 2021. And you can suck me off. <laughs> Good <laughs> You fucking grub. Adam Reynolds, brah. Uh, if you want some kick in practice, come down to Jamison Park, bro. I'll show you how to fucking slot it between the sticks. You do. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, that that was two twenty-five a.m. We're okay. now we're now at five seventeen a.m. Okay, nice, Danny. Good. Uh, Eddie, 
Um, top one dribbler and, and yours truly, Danny, are uh, going to be your seven and six for the Bucks next year. So you can sit on the bench with your hammies on ice. Pembroke can sit on the wing and we'll just feed him cutout balls all night because he just smashes out these fucking marathons all over his fucking Insta story. Um, and we'll just take the fucking glory, bruh. You need a Western Sydney injection, bruh. Who won the comp in 2021? Bruh. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck the choice. <laughs> 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 Fuck the chooks. Yeah, mate, fuck, worth considering. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Certainly worth considering. Nothing wrong with a send Western... A, just send a scout out to the Western Sea. Well, there's nothing wrong with a Western City injection. Mate. It's hard to argue now. Yeah. In the calm. What do you say? Eddie, you were copping a licking over that 300-metre Strava walk. Oh, did. yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, I know. So so why do you... Do you put that up on Strava no, so what happened? or does it just automatically No, so what happened was I fucking... I went... That was my 10K run. And I realized that it was set to walk, so it doesn't give me my splits. So uh, I stopped and put it back on. So it showed that you did a 60-meter walk. So I ran for 600 meters, and then I stopped it because I wanted to get the splits, and I started again. Right. And then it just saved that. Right. But yeah, I got to look right. for it. Yeah, you got to look for it. You're embarrassed, mm-hmm. weren't you? You're a little bit embarrassed. No, I wasn't. No, that's okay. It's all right to be embarrassed. But I know the truth. I mean, I get roasted for exercise all the time. Or actually, I was going to the bank on the weekend or on Friday. I had to get... A, I had to get money out, but like more than just 300 bucks, if you know what I'm saying. So I was getting a car. Um, we're getting, we sold our car, so we're getting a new one. I had to get money out. And I go into the bank. Well, no, I call ANZ and I'm like, um, yeah, I need to get some money out. What do I need to get? Like, what do I need to bring to the bank with me so I can get money out? Mm. Uh, they were like, you know, 100 points of ID, all bullshit. And they're like, all right. Do I need to, like, will they have the money for me? They're like, call the branches. Just call a branch and let them know you're coming just so they know. Sweet. I fucking call, like, six different branches in my local government area. None of them. None of them answer. I'm with ANZ. What, it just rang out? Yeah, or, like, to a voicemail. And they go, leave a voicemail and we'll call you back. I'm like, you're going to call me back? Bullshit, you will. So I just was like, fuck it. So I just rocked in. And I get in there and I'm like, hey, I need to get X amount of money out. And they're like, well, yeah, we, you need to give us notice. And I go, I've tried to call every single, it was like, I felt like Ryan Gosling in the notebook. Wrote you, I wrote you every day for a year. <laughs> I'm like, I've called you fucking, I've called every branch in the fucking area. And like, oh, you called us? I go, yeah, no one answered. I'm like, oh, okay. How much you want out? X. Oh, that's going to be tough. I'm like, why is that going to be tough? Like, I'm not saying the number, but it's not it's not a tough number. And then It's not an absurd number. No, it's not an absurd number. And like, well, there might be a delay. And I'm like, I, I'm like, okay, how how long is the delay? It's like, well, it's Friday. And I'm like, so you're saying I can't get it today. Well, it might it might be tough. I'm like, but it's my money. I bet if I came here with a hundred grand, you'd take it. And again, I'm not getting a hundred grand out. That'd be weird. But this chick's like, I don't know if it's going to be possible. And then this older chick who's obviously been in the banking game for a while, she doesn't have any time for for people like me. And she walks past going, we need to manage our cash flow on site, so we just can't give you that. And I'm like, 
it's not that much though and you're a bank and then she just walks off and the lady's like just wait here i wait there and then i see this young gentleman much more our demo eddie can i help you sir and i just walk over to him and i go mate i need to get some cash out and he's like right okay how much you need x and he's like let me see what we can do and i'm like okay and then he just like with a bit of silence and he goes doing any podcast today (laughs) think his name was matthew shout out to matthew he made it happen it's the usually when when i get uh if if i get recognized it's because i'm trying to box and it's it there's not no no positivity attached to it i'm just getting embarrassed online Mm. so to have this one sort of go in my favor it was a nice you were dual win i was dual win and you got one i got one maddie sorted us out and i think he was like he might have he said something like yeah my cousin or like my mate's brother or something was the guy that filmed you doing the hitting the pads. I was like, well, at least one of you is fucking helping me out. Well, that's karma. The yin and the yang of the world, Tom. You cop your licks and then you get your help. That's it. But the bank's saying they couldn't do it and he couldn't have done it easier. It was easy. Well, that's, they, of course they can do it. It's whether they want to or not. Yeah. Anyway. How helpful do we feel like Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Maddie. Um, one more Danny. Yes, Danny. Bring it home, Danny. Bring it home. Boys, as Danny, just had an idea at 6 a.m. after the GF win. It hasn't even sunk in yet, so I might even fucking pump you tomorrow. But I was just thinking that fucking um, Fatty Vaughton glory hole fucking um, thing you you bought from Channel 9, I reckon you should set that up, put Stephen Crichton's head over Vaughton, and then just fucking get Cody Walker... To stand there and throw fucking passes and see how many you can get through the hole. And each one that doesn't go through the hole equals the Stephen Crichton intercept. Unlucky, bruh. Fuck, man. How good is a Penrith Premiership? Oh, fuck, man. I can't fucking breathe. Lucky I got the fucking endone. Oh. Sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles, bruh. Unlucky. If you go for South, what about that South dribbler that rang up the other week with like 10 dribbles fucking carrying on like a pork chop? Um, do you know what I have to say to you? <laughs> Unlucky, bruh. That's the way the cookie crumbles, bruh. <laughs> Unlucky. Suck me off. <laughs> Come out to the roof when lockdown's over and me nutsack's ready with honey all over it. You can fucking lick it off. That's you can lick nice. peanut butter off me like a fucking Alsatian, bruh. <laughs> Unlucky, bruh. GG. Goodbye. You got premiers. Premiers right through to October 2022. Unlucky. GG, bye bye. Goodbye. Danny. Yep. You right over there, mate? Oh, mate. Hey, just, I just got a hay fever attack there, just sneezing my dick off, and there's more coming. So I think we maybe uh, allowed Danny the last word there. I think so. I think that's the way to finish. I think that's right. Congratulations, Danny. Congratulations, the Panthers. Shout out to all the punters and dribblers. Um, shout out to everyone. Uh, thank you to all our sponsors. How good's rugby league? It's been a hell of a season, Eddie. Got to say, hell of a season. Thanks to everyone who sort of jumped on board this rugby league season. If you're worried about whether we continue, you needn't worry because we don't fucking stop. Uh, about even also now on podcast. Just remember that. On Spotify. Well, and Apple everywhere. Yeah. 
Um, that us. That's us. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>